Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. that time again. Welcome to Omega Man Radio Network. This is School of Deliverance. Wait a minute, that was last night. Tonight is the Intercessory Warfare Prayer Hour. My weekend was shot. I don't know what happened to it. It just went by like a blur. I forget it's almost Monday. You have to forgive me. Or maybe it's because I haven't had my coffee tonight. Let me get Dr. Pat on the line. How are you, Dr. Pat? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, I will be doing good here in a minute when I have some fresh coffee. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, you know, Dr. Pitt, we already got good. our lines uh, lighting up tonight. Um, why don't we go ahead and start the program off with a, uh, a prayer over the show. You want to lead out? Uh, yes. Uh, Father God, please get the word out that we're on the air because the computer was down today. Um and weren't able to get the message out that we would be on the air until just just a few moments ago. So anybody that knows anybody, just email them and tell your uh, uh, your Facebook that we're here. 
we give you praise, God, for what you're doing. We pray for the families, God, in our country today that were shot, uh, the representatives and the judge that was killed and the little girl. And God, it's a sad day for America, and America needs to repent. We ask you, God, to help us tonight to pray for the world and come and uh, be in the households of people and give them hope, God, because the world is getting darker every single day. We take authority tonight over every witch, wizard, coven, every Satanist group, everything that is standing against this show. There's been an awful lot of of uh, warfare coming against the show itself, God, in the last two uh, times that we've been on the air. And Satan, you will take your hands off the minds of the people. You will take your hands off of this program in Jesus' name. We bind you up right now. And Father, we pray for any witches, wizards, or Satanists, uh, Lord, we know that you love them, and that you can and will save them. We call them to repentance in the name of Jesus. But we bind their powers from coming against us in Jesus' name. We ask you to open the hearts of the people that are coming to pray. And Father, give us hope. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And I want to welcome everybody again to the Omega Man Radio Network with Dr. Pat Holliday. Dr. Pat, give out your website contact info, please. My uh, site is patholliday.com. And then the other one is miracleinternetchurch.com and remnantradio.org. And you can find my newsletters, my television programs, um, articles, uh, all kinds of DVDs. Uh, You can find things up there that will keep you fed. You know, Omega Man, the reason that we started uh, uh, Miracle Internet Church was because there were so many people calling me And they were saying things like, uh, we just can't find a place to get fed in our hometowns. And a lot of people had just come out of their churches because of some of the, uh, some of the mess that's going on in the name of Jesus. And it's not the Lord or the Word. And so (laughs) we decided that we would, uh, put our, our uh, MP3s up there. You were down in our church. You saw some of the stuff that we produced. We have thousands of uh, DVDs, thousands of MP3s, and thousands of uh, of things to go up on the web page. And there's two people that work on that uh, internet web page. And we're doing uh, the best we can as quickly as we can. And uh, unfortunately, uh, people don't understand uh, the ministry today. You see, Omega Man, they have seen uh, ruthless preachers digging in their pocketbooks for money, 
riding around in great big cars and planes and having these big churches and not preaching the word. And uh, they've been seen, uh, they see charlatans that, that call themselves preachers. But they really don't understand what it takes to run a ministry. And uh, it's just like you up uh, up in Atlanta. I mean, I know you have offices there. Uh, you have equipment. Uh, sometimes your equipment goes down. You have to go and buy new pieces. You have light bills. You have gas bills. You have all kinds of expenses that people can't see. And uh, then uh, they think that because you have a donate uh, a donate uh, button on your web page, that that's wrong. Uh, I got an uh, an email on my web page, Miracle Internet Church, the other day, and uh, this uh, lady said, "Well, I I pulled all of your things down on my iPod." And she says, there's only one thing that I didn't like, and that was your your donate button. And so I just wrote her back, and I said, well, what you're saying is that you don't like to give to Jesus because uh, that's what this webpage is for, is to spread the work of Jesus all over the world. And what you're saying is you expect me to pay for you to ride around with this web page on your iPod thinking you're doing me a favor. And I said, uh, you know, who's going to pay the lights? Who's going to pay all these bills that we both have just doing these uh, radio programs even? Uh, the radio program is spreading. Uh, you're taking just about everything that uh, comes through and, and you're – uh, putting the radio program up on satellite and on uh, shortwave. And, you know, uh, once we get this radio program on the AM stations, uh, it will spread like wildfire because they're they're hungry for content. But you have to be able to have the finances to do those things. So... What I've seen since I've been in the Internet business, let's put it that way, uh, people are being very carefully taught not to tithe. Uh, The Bible clearly tells us to tithe. Uh, It shows us where our heart is. And if your heart is in your pocketbook, you're not going to give anything. Now, I've, I've been in the ministry for 35 years. I've never gotten on the uh on anything that I've done and talked about finances actually. Uh I've been on the radio for over twenty five years. I've been on television for many, many years. I've never asked for one thing. And you know what, Omega Man? I never got a one donation all of these many years. And wow. uh, I told I told the Lord when I when I came into the ministry I said, Lord, I'm not going to beg for money, and I never have. But you know what wounds me, and and it does wound me, to see a man like yourself uh, working as hard as you are, uh, and you are working hard. Uh, Sometimes you're on the radio uh, nine hours a day, and then all throughout the week, 
and uh, you're dependent on people supporting your ministry so that you can do the work that God's called you. Uh, they don't understand that a worker is due their hire. That's what the Word says in the New Testament. It says, don't muzzle the oxen that pushes the grain. I tell you, uh, church, you need to wake up. Uh, if you if you love Jesus and you want to see souls, uh, you're going to have to take some of the burden uh, because we just can't do it all. And that's what 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 really bothers me. It's not. It's they said. Well, you know, if God called you, He will provide. God called me. That's beyond a shadow of a doubt in my mind. But uh, like I said, I paid my own way over to Africa. I took my inheritance and spent it on the ministry. Uh, my children will get very little when I die because I went all out for Jesus. So don't be so hard-hearted and think that just because somebody tells you that you need to carry your part, that they're part of these uh, ruthless uh, uh, ministers. I don't have a jet plane. I don't want a jet plane. Uh, I'm sure Omega Man doesn't want a jet plane. We don't uh, have big houses. We don't have the big cars. But we have a big heart, and we have a big dream. And the big dream that I have, and I know that a mega man has, is that the world know that Jesus Christ is still alive and that they don't have to walk around being battered by demonic powers. And so many Christians are. Uh, they are told by uh, many of your pastors and leaders that, uh, oh, well, you, you've you got cancer. Go down there and get the treatments. Uh, oh, you've got a mental problem. Go take uh, psychotropic drugs. Uh, go see this Christian counselor that will hypnotize you. And all sorts of weird things are going on because they will not support, will not acknowledge the deliverance ministry. And I've walked this path for 35 years alone. I mean, really alone with the Lord teaching me the things that I've known. While I've seen uh, men that uh, would rise up against me, and if they'd had a gun, they would have shot me, I felt like. Not standing with you, not encouraging you, not saying, Sister, you're doing a good job. No, I'm Jezebel because I've uh, answered the call of Christ. The body of Christ is, is twisted, Omega Man, because of religious devils. And I just, I just felt led to tell the people this tonight because of the fact that we love you. And if you never send one dime, as long as we can stand, we're going to stand. Uh, it doesn't mean that uh, we're going to be able to, to do as much as we would like to. We're getting calls from all over the world. Uh, people are hearing people get free and delivered. Uh, people with serious demonology calling themselves Christians. You see, the way I've always read my Bible, you're, Jesus said, I've come to set the captives free. He said, 
whosoever the Son of Man shall set free shall be free indeed. And because the deliverance ministry in our nation has been squashed deliberately by the devil, and the church is totally blinded concerning this particular ministry, a few people have a burden for it. If if you go over to Bishop Canco's church, and some of those churches that I've been to that practice deliverance in Africa, I think it's I think that you walk into true Christianity because you walk in, the people are praising the Lord. They're not they're not laying down on the floor, going into trances, uh uh, thinking that they've done God a favor because they showed up for a meeting. These people are praising the Lord with all of their hearts. Uh, they're there pr- protecting their church. They, they, they show up, Shannon, they come to church two hours early to pray uh, for the meeting so that people can get to church. Uh, Bishop Kenko ministers to the poor, and they come... And about a block before they get to church, they put their shoes on because they've only got one pair of shoes. And uh, that those shoes have to last them because they can't afford to buy a new pair. Uh, they come and they're praying for those uh, people to come to church so that they can receive ministry. They're praying for uh, uh, the witches and the wizards to come to church, they're not they're not uh, 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 treating them mean or anything. You can go in a service there, and there could be thirty five, fifty witches in his church. And when the anointing comes, they begin to manifest, and his workers bring them out from the pews up to the front and, and cast the demons out of them, and and they become Christians. Uh, and then the team ministers deliverance immediately to them so that they can make it. Uh, they go to their houses because they have uh, all these objects around their houses that they practice their witchcraft with. And the team helps them to clean these things out. Now, Bishop Kenko told me personally, he said, um, the reason that we go to the houses, if if we leave the idols in the house and we don't go and help them or tell them to clean those idols out of the house, the idols will kill them. And you see, I have been in our country now. I've been into preachers' homes that have gone to Africa and gone to some of the heathen countries and brought back uh, swords, native swords, native statues. Uh, they uh, brought these African masks back, and they hung them on their walls. And you know, a mega man uh, immediately things start happening in those homes. And I would come over and I'd say, Pastor, you need to get that stuff out of the house. Uh, you know what they say? They say, you know, Pastor Pat, I like you. I think you're a real nice woman, but I just don't believe that. And I've seen things, I've seen pastors lose their church over something like that. 
And so Americans just don't have an inkling or an understanding of the seriousness of the hour that we live in, and they don't understand also that this uh, idol actually has a power behind it, and a demon lives in an idol. And if you bring an idol into your house, you have brought a demon into your house, and you have said to the demon, okay, you, this is your home too. Uh, when parents take their little children to see Narnia and uh, Harry Potter and some of these movies, and then they take them down to McDonald's and, and buy a Happy Meal and buy them these little dragons and these little uh, demonic uh, statues and characters, they're bringing idols into their house, and they're bringing uh, tormenting spirits that will torment their kids at nighttime. Americans just don't understand these things. So when you have a burden, you see an entire church, as I have, implode and is imploding as we're ministering to you tonight. You sort of get a burden for that, and you want to get the word out. And we just can't carry the net by ourselves. That's why Jesus established the church with Peter. And Peter, he trained those apostles, so that they could help him to pull that net in. And when he resurrected from the grave, it shows Jesus sitting by the the uh, Sea of Galilee, and he's cooking fish. And they're out in the boat, and they're coming into shore. And he says, Beloveds, did you catch anything? They said, no, we've been fishing all day and didn't catch anything. And, you know, he said, put your net on the other side of the boat. And when they did, it took all of them to pull the fish into the boat. And that's sort of where we are now because of the fact that the church has been silent about the power of Jesus. One-third of his ministry was deliverance because they have attacked people that uh, do deliverance because some deliverance ministry just zero in on deliverance and they forget all of the other doctrines of the Bible. They forget the doctrines of salvation. And the reason we're casting devils out is not to cast devils out and get familiar with them, but so that people can serve Jesus. And so there's a lot of issues that need to be explained and carried worldwide. So that's why I come up here on uh, Saturday and uh, Sunday night to preach and to pray is because of the fact the world is going in great darkness. This is past week. There was a shooting in Arizona, and this shooting uh, killed a little girl, and it wounded a bunch of people, and a lot of people are fighting for their lives as we pray tonight. A representative was shot directly right in the head by an insane person that was demon-possessed. You see, it's getting darker in our nation. And as I told our group today, I said, you know, our, our, our country is rapidly falling into darkness and communism. 
and a lot of people haven't felt the winds yet. But uh, I've been writing a novel about uh, the revolution over in Russia, and I've been having to do a lot of work on that to uh, go back and find out what was going on back then. And you know, Russia was uh, in the same situation that we are in today just before it fell. It was a religious country. The people uh, served God. They were Russian Greek Orthodox people. The Tsar himself read the Bible every day. The Tsar, when he went into captivity, wrote scriptures out and, and talked to the Lord on a moment-to-moment basis. He raised his kids as Christians, and I was very impressed with the level of Christianity that I discovered in that man, because I'd never seen that before. But you know what? Whenever Russia fell, uh, it wasn't just the Tsar and his family that fell. It was the whole nation, and then the communists have rapidly gone after the entire world. And whenever Russia fell, the the people that would go into the sanctuary, uh, they were they would go to church and stand right next to royalty and stand next to the um, noble people or no, nobility people. And, and, and church is an equalizer, my friends. There's no one richer that is better than you uh, in the eyes of Jesus. But what happened is when that country fell into great darkness, all of the average people fell into darkness with the nobility. And over a 100 million people were killed for their faith. And what I'm telling you, this is a time for us to get very, very serious about Jesus. We don't know how much more time we've got. But I'm going to tell you this. When I came into politics, it was at a level that they were just beginning to wipe out the name of Jesus publicly. And I had become a Christian. And they would ask me to pray because I would be sometimes the only Christian in the meetings. And uh, I felt that pressure. Don't say the name of Jesus because there's Jews in here and there's other people. But at the end of the prayer, I said, I will say in the name of Jesus, which I always did. But you know, this little girl and this uh, there's two representatives. Uh, I think one of them were injured and the other one's in the hospital. Whenever they do services in our capital, they will do a moment of silence. And you know what that says to the world and to our nations? We are silent. We no longer recognize our God and we no longer recognize Jesus. It's not a prayer of silence. It's a public demonstration that our nation no longer is a Christian nation. And so while you can, as I told the people in the service this morning, you better get very serious about your God. You better stop playing church. I ask them this question, as I'll ask you today. 
if they came to your door today and they said, we want your Bibles, they did that in Russia, you know, if they say, you will deny Jesus Christ or we're taking you to the FEMA camps, they did that in Russia too. What would you do? A lot of Christians live a very flaky, light Christian life. And I know a lot of them would give their Bibles to them. And they would make the excuse, well, you know, Lord, I've got a family. I've got children. I can't say that I won't denounce Jesus because they'll kill my children. I was in a meeting some 20 years ago. And a man came from one of the countries over in Africa, and he said, they are killing Christians in my nation. And he said, they are arresting the families, and they are making Christian mothers and fathers buy the bullets to kill their own children if they don't denounce Jesus. Well, you see, those are pretty hard things. What will you do? What, how do you feel? You see, Christianity is a decision, but it's more than a decision of saying, uh, forgive me, Jesus, thank you for saving me, now give me a buck. Christianity is an exchange. It's your life. You give him your life. When you go down into the watery grave, the book of Romans says that you come out of that watery grave and a new man comes up, is the way it describes it. The old man stays in the water. Let me tell you something, friends. We are facing our future today. And my future, and I pray about this Omega Man every day, because there's none of us know how strong we are. I think that we all think that we would give them uh, our, we would say, you cannot have our Bibles. I think all of us would think that. But when it comes and they've got a gun at your head or they've got a gun at your child's head, are you strong enough to say, I'm going to stand as Stephen the first martyr did? And I'm going to tell you, friends, the first martyr, whenever... They were going to stone him. The only time in the New Testament that it shows Jesus standing, it says, and Jesus stood up. He stood up for that first martyr that was going to give their life, Stephen. He stood up. And I believe that the anointing, the Spirit of God came upon Stephen, and Stephen never felt the first stone. Is Jesus going to stand for us at the judgment seat? If we don't stand, and if our nation falls, which is is not looking too well at this point, what will you do? How serious are you? Because Jesus, I believe, is coming very soon. And I know this was a very hard message today. But I have to tell you the truth. I am very concerned when somebody rebukes me because we're just asking for help so that we can get the word out. I'm very concerned when somebody puts me in the same pew 
as they would some of those third waivers and some of those word of faith people that are flying around in their jets. I'm very concerned that they can't discern the body of Christ and see that there are Christians that are sold out to Jesus, doing the best they can with what they've got, which isn't very much. I'm very concerned that the darkness is rolling in and the body of Christ is sound asleep. Omega Man? Amen. And um, it's a true word, Dr. Pat. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We're going to be praying tonight, but in between, we're going to be taking some calls. Dr. Pat, we've got an international caller. Let's uh, get this caller on the line for you. Okay. Uh, Caller, stand by. Uh, Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Oh, hi. This is Jonathan from England. Um, Oh, hello. People have been asking about you. I would love love to join you, but, you know, unfortunately, uh, I mean, even now, it's after 1.30 in the morning, and, and... the last few uh, weeks, just, um, you know, with, uh, having to be up so early, I haven't allowed for it. But look, I really do feel, I wanted to really make the effort tonight above everything because I really do believe 2011 is the critical year for the USA. I don't think you have ever, ever been in such danger. And I think what's just happened to the senator, and bearing in mind that's been seen all over the world by all of your friends and by all of your enemies, uh, the thing is, I think this is a real clear warning by God to America, uh, you know, as well as, you know, the birds falling from the skies and things like that. This this is it. This is it this year, America. Um, you know, if God does not see this extra special prayer, this extra special repentance, uh, then, you know, just as you've outlined, in 1910, 100 years ago, no one would believe, absolutely no one, that by 1917, uh, you know, that uh, the communists, the atheists, the, the anti-Jesus, the anti-God persecutors would have taken over that country completely in every, as, as you say, to the point that they took people out of their homes, they took people's children off them, they took the Bibles off them, um, you know, you could, but the point is, is America is in an urgent situation, and, and I'll tell you, if I could pick one thing that, you know, it's going to be tested on, it's whether or not this year your president will uh, will um, make, in his view, um, Jerusalem, half of it, the east of it, capital of a new country, Palestine. And I think if he does, then 24 hours later, what happened in New Orleans, you know, will happen all over the USA in so many different ways, shapes and forms. Now, I don't want that to happen, and I really do pray that people will be praying so hard that the president, you know, because God can always delay, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Pharaoh, whether it's Bill Clinton, whether it's Obama, it just doesn't matter. You know, the thing is, though, but unfortunately, um, you know, I really do believe the answer is urgent, and I wanted to impress that on people. And, you know, America has um, uh, done so much for the world, and it's done so much to spread the gospel around the world. And without any doubt, you know, I mean, Peter Wagner, Todd Bentley, and and Patricia King, and, you know, all the others, they have infiltrated the church. They've got tremendous numbers of naive sheep. Uh, rather than going in the right direction, going in exactly the wrong direction. But just to go back to what Dr. Pat said earlier about Russia, just remember Russia did two things when it was a Christian nation. One is the Tsar started persecuting the Jews, most of whom 
then just moved to the east coast of America, and from there then moved to the west coast of America. The second thing the, the Tsarina did, and again it was for well-meaning purpose, she turned to an occult healer, Rasputin, not to Amen. Jesus, you know, what have you. She was warned, she was repeatedly warned, this guy has power, but it's not from, you know, the right source, it's from the wrong source. And the thing that happened is that she was praying that her son, who was a haemophiliac, would live. And instead of that, the communists murdered her son, her husband, herself, and her daughters as well. So that, you know, her line was finished. And, and that, you know, goes to show you, you know, when people, even for the best of reasons for their children, if you go to the occult, you don't gain, you'll lose. You know, and, and the thing is, is that, America, uh, unfortunately, you, you, you've listed them and have got a much better list than I've had and, and Amiga Man. But, you know, Peter Wagner, Todd Bentley, Rick Warren and all the others, uh, Patricia King, they have just led the American Christians astray. And those who have uh, wised up, they've got to pray hard. Because, uh, or, and, 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 and if you can't pray for your whole nation, pray for yourself. Pray for your loved ones, pray for your neighbours, because no matter what happens, God can protect you. Um, you know, and the, but I can easily see this is the last year that America, in any recognisable form, still exists. And it, it could well be that next year, um, you know, it just doesn't matter who's the president, it, because you know America, in a sense, has got the same physical conditions as Africa. The only difference is that you know America embraced the Bible. And unfortunately, Africa too often embraced the occult. So Africa has had, you know, cannibalism and slavery, you know, all these dreadful things. And and uh, but America went the other way. And unfortunately, now that America is going towards the occult, and and many people in, you know, some in China, some in India, some in Africa are starting to move towards the Bible. You know, the the Lord can just flip things. And you know, people who love America and love and, and, and love everything the United States has given to the world. You know, we really do pray that um, people are going to seek God for an extra special divine uh, mercy and extension of mercy and grace upon the USA. You know, Jonathan, in our nation, the insiders—I know you know who I'm talking about—the people that rule over the world, the people in high places. The businessmen, the corporations, the uh, people that rule over the politicians now. Mm. Uh, we have something, uh, several places actually, where these elitists go and they worship this giant owl uh, called Moloch. And this yeah. is yeah. the this is the spirit that was dedicated to child sacrifice, mm. and in our country. I came in on the ground floor of uh, the uh, anti-abortion move in our nation. And I remember standing in front of a Catholic group down in St. Augustine, and I said, if you kill your babies, when you grow old, they'll kill you. And in our country, uh, they want to uh, to, uh, have plans, as I speak to you, to kill the old people. Uh, because they can't afford us anymore. Uh, although we uh, paid money into our Social Security all of our lives, they can't afford us anymore. They say that we're useless. But the point being is uh, the figure that is usually given out is 100 
thousand babies. Let me tell you something. There's millions that have been killed. Uh, there are only 50% of the black people that survive this eugenics that's going on in our nation today. And all of us, the church people, particularly the Protestant church people, uh, majority of them, have ignored this great move of murdering the babies. The time is now when, you're, when your representatives and your elitists go to a grove and they kneel before a big 40-foot owl statue mm. and worship that as God, it's all over. It's only a matter of time before. Well, well, uh, yeah. Hmm? Go ahead. Well, well, absolutely. The thing is, though, I mean, these these evil people. We haven't always known about them, but God's always known about them. And and in every nation, there always have been evil people uh, trying to do evil things. What has been counteracting that is is that you know you have had. Uh, I mean, you've known it in your lifetime. Um, you go back twenty, thirty, forty years. And there were an awful lot more Christians who were praying in America and in, and in Britain. There were an awful lot more Christians who were uh, adhering to the Bible or at least repenting when they didn't. Um, but now they don't even, you know, I mean, Rick Warren's book is used, it, well, it, it's now come to Britain. In many churches, Rick Warren's book is used instead of the Bible. Rick Joyner's prophecies are used instead of the Bible. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the, the, the madness you know, I mean, that, that you talk about, you know, Jesus warning us about false prophets. I mean, you know, who couldn't say that Todd Bentley was a false prophet? But as you know, uh, it just seemed an awful lot of the Christians in America couldn't, and they couldn't, um, you know, they would, they would, they would borrow a pair of shoes and run 20 miles to get to a Todd Bentley meeting. They would do it, you know, they would, they would sell their homes to give the guy money. I mean, the point is, is that the 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 American nation has been incredibly generous in giving, in, in general, you know, and, and specifically at giving towards church things. The problem is, is you know, certainly it seems in the last 15 years and much more so uh, in the last 10, 5, 10 years, is they've just literally given to witchcraft ministries. And, and, and yeah. that, the point, you know, and unfortunately you reap what you sow. Um, yes. And the thing is, the reason why... Um, excellent ministries like yourselves, um, you know, donor people giving to you is people have either given all their money to everybody else or are still giving it to other people. And it doesn't, you know, and the thing is, unfortunately, is the one thing I do think to pray, I don't know whether or not this is, um, it's just something that, you know, came to me very much that uh, although in the Old Testament the standard of repayment, you know, that was, was seven times. It's very interesting, Jesus does actually say, you know, in, in, in the context of cancellation, forgiveness, cancellation, you know, can apply to a debt, um, you know, yeah. it's 70 times 7. That's what he actually yeah. says to Peter. And I just wonder whether or not, if you all now had a concerted prayer, that, you know, um, God would command, Jesus would command, that the devil, the evil one, would pay everybody in the chat room, everyone who normally is on Blog Talk Radio, everyone connected with your ministries and obviously yourselves, um, would, would, would get a repayment from God, you know, commanded from the, de the devil to repay, to, 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 to hand over 70 times 7 what has been um, uh, blocked, what has been delayed, what has been stolen from you. And the thing is, I, I do believe, you know, that just like with the parting of the Red Sea, and just like... Um,
they walked around uh, Jericho seven days, and nothing seemed to happen. But you know, they, when they walked around with it seven times on the seventh day, they shouted. The walls just fell. The walls of mighty Jericho, you know, an occult city, just completely mm-hmm. fell. And I do believe that, you know, you need your moment to shout. And, of course, and the thing is, whatever's going to happen to the USA and the USA government, you know, God can always bless the Christians anyway that the, the faithful want. And, um, yes. but, but the important thing is, I, I, I really do urge you to, um, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, but, you know, if, you know I, I really do think this, this senator thing, on top of the, um, you know, the, the, well, the, the, what bigger hint can God give people uh, than when birds are falling from the sky and, you know, fish are dying in Italy and <coughs> birds are falling in Sweden? The thing is, I mean, what, yeah. what does he have to tell people? But there is a spiritual blindness the devil is still trying to keep on. And, of course, he's trying to keep it within the church. That's, that's, the, that's the problem. And, and uh, this supernatural battle maybe he's going to have to get worse and more more out in the open before people will turn to god in repentance and prayer and in a foggy well that's exactly true and we must never we must never give up and we must always know that it doesn't take much for god to do a lot uh when you look into the bible and you see a little boy become the king uh by the name of josiah and no. Josiah uh, wanted to restore the word of God to his nation. And what did he do? He called Rahaldah, who was the prophetess of the land at that time. Her husband uh, kept uh, the wardrobe for the king, talking about a role reversal there. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that he returned one little one little kid returned his nation back to God. And so uh, God can use a woman, a child, a man, anyone that is committed to God, just as he used uh, David uh, to deliver uh, King Saul. And David would bring his little harp and play, and the Bible says the evil spirit would lift off of King Saul. You all know that uh, all things are possible for our God that we serve, but he's just given us a very serious call today because when I got up in my church this morning to preach, uh, we were going to have a a baby dedication, and I I never dreamed uh, the uh, message that came forth. And and then tonight uh, I had a sermon about prayer, and you hear the way God is pulling this show. Uh, God is saying to us, the occultish year, according to them, is 2012. December 21st, uh, 2012, they believe that the old uh, world will pass away and a new world will come forth. The occultists believe that a stargate will open up into the heavens and their Christ, their God, will come through that stargate and take dominion over the world. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't know when Jesus is coming back. I am not, uh, what's that guy's name, uh, Hogan or whatever his name is. He's now set May 25th. Or 21st, this is about the fifth day 
that this crazy man has set for the return of Jesus. No man knows when Jesus is coming. But I can tell you one thing. There is darkness spreading, uh, galloping over this earth, and I am going to stand while there's light and preach what God tells me to preach. And I'm going to do what he's called me to do. And I'm just giving the people that are listening to this program today an opportunity to get right, to get serious with God, to understand that this may be the last call that you'll ever receive to come into the kingdom. God is calling us to repentance in America. And without repentance, no man shall see God. That's what the Word says. Go ahead. What I'd love to do is just just say this this prayer, if I may. First of all, I want to say, Heavenly Father, um, you, fortunately, know exactly what's going on. You know, Lord, exactly when Jesus is coming again. We don't. You know exactly, Lord, what you're going to do in America this year. You can already see December this year as clearly as as we can see today. And, Lord, we thank you that, you know, you knew last week this sanity was going to be shot. You you knew, Lord, that the birds were going to fall from the air. And the thing is, Lord, we thank you that you are omniscient. You are omnipotent. You are immortal. You are all-powerful. Lord, you know, you knew what you were going to do when you parted the Red Sea. Uh, when it looked absolutely hopeless for Moses and the Israelites, and it looked like they were going to be slaughtered. And, Lord, you know, you made a way where there was no way. And, Lord, you know, you uh, knew the land of of the United States before it was the United States. You knew, Lord, the land of the United States before the Constitution. You knew, Lord, uh, every president that was going to be in place in advance. And, Lord, you love the United States, and you love Christians in the United States. And, Lord, you, you've used the United States like you've used no other nation to communicate the true gospel uh, um, around the whole world. And, Lord, there's more Bibles been distributed by the United States than any other nation, possibly more than every other nation put together in history. But the, and, and, Lord, you know, the United States has given people the Internet, uh, has given people uh, things like YouTube, and, and, you know, all computers and, 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 and in every home, uh, Lord, and, and you've given people the, the, the ability to communicate with the world through the United States. And, Lord, you know, we, we thank you for all the wonderful things you've done, and we ask you to be especially merciful to the United States as a nation, the righteous and the unrighteous, but also, Lord, to be especially, especially merciful and kind and loving towards the Christians, the ones who really have been faithful and who have not uh, got involved in the occult, or, or, or Lord, you know, the ones who um, have really, really sought you in prayer, and, and have, you know, have sought you, Lord, in the lean times, when, you know, other people, like the priests of Baal, were getting all the Learjets and the gold and all the glory and the TV spots and the honours. And the thing is, Lord, we ask you to really bless everybody in the chat room, to really bless their families, to really bless, Lord, Dr. Pat and Omega Man, and we say, Lord, now, just as it looks like you are going to act in an uh, 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 undeniable manner in the way that you act in Russia, we act, Lord, that you are going to bless, uh, at the same time, Dr. Uh, Pat Holliday, you're going to bless Omega Man, and you're going to bless all the people in the chat room and connected with their ministry. Yes, we pray, Lord, you will deliver them from the financial difficulties that they've had. And, Lord, we thank you that although, you know, there's a season for this and a season for that, there's a time for this and there's a time for that, we pray their period of testing is over as regards finances. 
and that you are, Lord, going to command, as you commanded the Red Sea to part, that the monies are going to flood in. And we pray, Lord, that tangibly it's going to happen this week, this month, and throughout this year. And we pray, Lord, that you're going to find ways that people cannot imagine. And, Lord, we pray that you're going to open up the doors for them to communicate the, 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 the fantastic true gospel message that they're putting out uh, to, you know, to give everybody in the USA a genuine opportunity to repent this year. And, Lord, we thank you for all the other good ministries in America. And we pray you're going to bless them as well. And we really do thank you, Lord, that, you know, you've got people praying that we don't know about, you know, people in their homes, young and old. You've got children praying. But the thing is, Lord, you know every heart in the United States and, and you know, Canada as well and what have you. And we pray, and, and we pray that you're going to really, really, Lord, get the Holy Spirit to call out unprecedented prayer this year from the United States to God the Father. So God the Father can release unprecedented answers to Christians. But Lord, particularly now, we, you know, charity begins at home. So we pray, Lord, you're going to bless Dr. Pat, her family, all her loved ones, all the people connected with her ministry in an unprecedented, unparalleled way. We pray you're going to bless Amiga Man in an unprecedented, unparalleled way so that he's just, you know, jumping up and down and, and you know, just telling people, well, it doesn't matter whether uh, the, the, the Bible is talking about water into wine or feeding the 5,000. God has actually done bigger and greater things in his life. And Jesus yes, promised, Lord. you know, you're going to do greater things than I did. Now, Lord, you know, that is an incredible promise, but Jesus made it, so it must be true. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you're going to build your church, and this church is going to stand. And, Lord, you say, yes, no. you know, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The That's gates the of word. hell, just like the gates of Jericho, are going to fall. And the thing yes. is, Lord, so we pray now that you're going to bless everybody in the chat room. We, and I'm very grateful for the prayers that have said for me, Lord. And, and for my nation, but we really do pray now that you are going to bless all the people and that by this time next week, people are actually saying there's tangible results we can talk about. There has yes. been a move of God. But Lord, we pray this is going to be utterly decisive and that we're all going to um, have, have say, well, you know, God did things that I've been praying for for 20 years, 30 years. Uh, prayers that seemed blocked, prayers that seemed hopeless. Lord, you know, prayers that people were doing out of repetition, but in actual fact, you know, God was all the time not denying an answer, he was just delaying it. Lord, send your angels, get them through, and, and Lord, there's so much more we can pray, but Lord, we pray you bless everybody tonight. Please bless Omega Man, please bless Dr. Bass, please bless yes, everybody Lord. in the chat room and their families. Deliver us, Lord, from evil, and Jesus, now we love you, and we want to love you more. We want the face of the centurion, and we want the gratitude of the leper, who came back to say thank you when the other nine didn't. Lord, we want the faith not of Jairus. We want the faith, you know, who believes you've got to come to his house. Uh, we, Lord, it's great to have the faith of the woman who believes she just got to touch you. But I always say, Lord, the centurion, he just said, Jesus, just say the word. That's it. You don't need to come to my house. I don't, you know, you're a busy guy. Just say that word. To have that faith, Lord, that it's just one word from God that, that will do any miracle and change any situation. And Lord, you know, even bring the dead back to life. And Lord Jesus, yes. please say that word. Amen. Father, you have called us for such a time as this according to Numbers 33, 52, and 56. Then he shall drive out all the inhabitants in the land before you and destroy their pictures, destroy all their molten images, 
and quit the pluck down all their high places, and ye shall dig, dig, uh, dispossess the inhabitants of the land that dwell therein. I have given you the land to possess it. And ye shall divide the land for an inheritance among your families. And the more you shall give the inheritance, and the fewer you shall give less inheritance. And every man's inheritance shall be in the place where he lot falleth according to the tribes of the land. Now, God is telling us that this is the time to rise up. He's telling us through these scriptures that this is the time that we must and understand that he is on the throne and that he, as Jonathan has told us, is very aware of the darkness that has come across our land. We bind these devils of communism in Washington and across this nation. We bind these devils that uh, rule and reign in our White House. We bind this moment of silence that they proclaim. We proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we proclaim loudly and clearly that Jesus Christ shall get the victory. And Father God, cover this radio program, cover the minds and the hearts and the spirit of every person that's mm. listening, and bring us to your throne, God, in repentance. Omega okay. man. Praise God. Uh, we're going to go to break, and uh, we're going to be right back here in about five minutes. God bless you for calling in, Jonathan. You're welcome to hold on through the break if you like. I'll tell you, I'll call back in two minutes then, okay? God bless you, Jonathan. Okay, cheers and God bless you. Bye now. You're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. This is a live program, and we'll be right back uh, right after this break. All right, we're back with Omega Man Radio. This is a live program. Tonight is the uh, Sunday night program with Dr. Pat Holliday. Uh, we're doing intercessor warfare prayer. We're taking your calls tonight. That was music by Zedja. Zedja's official website is soundclick.com slash Zephdaniel, Z-E-P-H. D-A-N-I-E-L, and I appreciate Zeph for letting me use those soundtracks, talented artist. And if you need prayer tonight, uh, the lines are open up. The number to call would be 917-889-2745 or toll-free 877-806-2482. Let me get Dr. Pat back on. Dr. Pat, you back with me? I'm back with you. And And our lines are lighting up like a Christmas tree. Oh, we better, wonderful. We better wonderful. go to the next call. Let's take 618 area code. You're on the air with Dr. Pat. Uh, hello, Dr. Pat. Hi, how are you? I'm doing very good. Uh, I thought you guys would be uh, uh, screening the calls first, but uh, I-, I was actually on here last night, and I was asking about MPD and what you guys had thought about it, but I had to uh, go to my own radio show, and, and I didn't get to listen to everything that you were saying about it. Uh, we don't screen our calls. Okay. No, this is live radio. Right? They just you, you, yeah, yeah, they just call in, and we 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 do whatever God tells us to do. Amen. All right, that's good. And and what what is your radio show? It's uh, Hour of Deliverance, and and we're on at uh, ten o'clock Central Standard Time, 
uh, Fridays and Saturdays. And also, oh. uh, um, I'm on the one with uh, it's it's uh, Deliverance with Jay Bartlett, and it's on at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. Goes to one in the morning on Fridays, and then uh, three o'clock in the morning on uh, on, on Saturdays. Well, yes, uh, I think I, I have uh, corresponded with Brother Jay, uh, great man of God. That's awesome. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He he's, he is awesome. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we lift up this man that just called in his radio show. And, Father, one of the heart's desires of um, my brother Omega Man is that this message goes across the world. And we're praying for people that have a heart for the demon-possessed to set the captives free, that you will raise them up all over the world. And, Father, that you said in your word that you would build your church upon this rock and that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We ask that you bless his work, his finances, and uh, everything that we all put our hands to, God, that you will turn it for the glory of Jesus Christ. We give you glory. Okay. <laughs> Amen. And now, uh, Carl, did you have a, you had a specific question? Uh, yes, I, I was questioning about uh, multiple personality disorders. I wasn't able to, oh, to hear everything that you guys had yet uh, was saying about it yesterday, and I uh, mm-hmm. had some questions about it. Okay, uh, go ahead and shoot. Well, um, I've been in, in, in the deliverance ministry for a couple of years, and, and the Lord has uh, brought mostly the, the people to me that have this uh, disorder, and. And I've seen a difference between the the dissociative parts and the demons themselves, and, and even test them with with what the word, word says, or, uh, and uh, uh, the test of spirits make sure they're they're of God. If they can uh, say that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh and they're of God, and and I've had the dissociative parts being able to say that, and the demons not being able to. No, there are uh, well, no dissociate uh, personalities in a person. It doesn't, uh, the personality doesn't split. It's the mind that splits. And what happens is, when the mind splits, it opens up empty, uh, empty spaces in the mind. And, uh, the spirit of fear, uh, is the one that is called the gatekeeper. And the gatekeeper comes in, and he is the one that controls the different personalities, and uh, it is. I know the teaching. I know. I know the psychological right. teaching. I know the teaching that some are putting out that these personalities are dissociative personalities are not demons, sir. They are demons. They are demons, and demons lie. Let me tell you right. something. Just because you ask a demon a question and the demon answers you does not mean that's the truth. Jesus said, you are of your father, and your father lied from the beginning. The demons do not tell the truth. Uh, I I believe uh, that uh, Jesus spoke to the demon, said, what is thy name? And he told him, Legion. He wanted us to know that there were two to 6,000 devils in that man. If you get 2,000 devils in you, you're going to be over in the tombs bashing your head up against the wall. And either Jesus is the deliverer or he's not the deliverer. 
And uh, this, see, I've been around a long time. I've been around 35 years. And this dissociative uh, uh, teaching in the deliverance ministry has just come about in the last few years. Now, from the beginning, it wouldn't be, we would have heard about it years back. Just in the last years when psychological people have become so prevalent all over our nation, uh, has this teaching uh, come into deliverance ministries. They are demons. They're not dissociative personalities. I'm sorry. That's my, what if, my, my take on it. What if the, um, uh, the personalities are able to pass all the tests that the Bible has uh, uh, set forth to be able to test the spirits. Uh, I, I'm just telling you, they're not. They are not. They are not. Uh, you have one human spirit inside of you. You yes, have one, one spirit, human but... spirit inside of you. The Bible says that God hates a divided mind. Isn't right. that what but the there Word is a divided says? Mind, though. Uh, well, yes, the Bible if, says there's a divided mind, but it doesn't mean that because somebody's got demons in them with a divided mind that they're saved. I'm sorry, that's just a lie. Well, let me make my uh, make my comment on that. Um, yes. I I believe that um, what the correct definition of MPD would be is just multiple demons. Now, you've got one person, they can have a fragmented mind and soul, but you don't go and try to get um, these demons to manifest and win them to Jesus. There is no plan of redemption for the demons. The only plan that has been made available is to cast them out in Jesus' name. So what you do is you bind them, command them to come up and manifest and cast them out in Jesus' name, and then you ask God to restore the, the mind, any damage that's been done to the mind, and, you know, you command healing in the name of Jesus Christ, and a person can be back in their right mind. But uh, there are some ministers out there that uh, believe that a person is fragmented and even thousands of personalities, and you've got to go find each one of them. You've got to call them by name. You've got to win them to Jesus individually, and some are going to accept, some are not. I believe that's just bull crap. I mean, it's just simply you're dealing with demons, and you might have a legion in a person you're dealing with, and they'll say anything they want to say. They'll say, my name is Mark. My name is Sarah. You know, I'm one of the fragmented personalities. But, you know, that's just a trick of Satan to basically waste your time because you could spend years trying to right. go through that and then come to the same conclusion that I've already reached. that They're just demons, and they want to stay in there, and they'll use any trick they can to, to hang out longer. So they'll try to fool you like that. But they're just foul spirits. They've got to come out. See, I, I've... I've ministered to some where, where the healing process has gone real fast and and uh, that have had uh, fragmented minds in, in these fragmented parts, accepting Christ, forgiving the That's people who, who have hurt That's them. That's bull, sir. That's bull, it's, and I'm not going to let you okay, spread that on my... You're they, not going to these parts tell our have, people. You listen, sir. You are yes. not coming on our program and speaking spreading false gospel. There's nothing I'm, in the I'm, Bible about not that. Saying. Nothing in the Bible about that, sir. Nothing. So you okay. either stick to what the Word of God says or you go stick to what the psychiatrist says. Now, you can make your choice. But I don't care if somebody says that uh, I accept Jesus. I don't care what they say 
if they say that they're a dissociative personality, I don't care what they say, they are a demon in that person, okay. or it's a deceiving person, uh, a deceiving uh, spirit in that person willingly trying to deceive you. Okay. And uh, uh, Can I ask I, a question? Tell, you can ask me anything you want, okay. but you, I'm telling you. Go ahead. Have you ever, have you ever, in in your many years of experience, uh, ever had a demon say, "I worship Jesus, I accept Jesus into my heart, and I ask Jesus to forgive me of my sins, and I forgive yeah, those me, who um, have hurt me." I respond to that. That's actually a good point you made. I was uh, reading an account of Win Warwick the other day. Now this happened back around 1970s, and they actually had a person that manifest, and the demon said, "Oh, please, I want to accept Jesus Christ." <laughs> Yeah, and the, uh, the 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 one world that came by and says, "No, you don't. There's no plan of redemption for you." And he uh, called his bluff, and then the demon manifests and he got really angry and laughed and says, "I almost had one of your workers fooled." Demons cannot be won to Christ. There is no plan of redemption. They're and, lost. And at I, the I, know, I know that the demons cannot get uh, any kind of redemption at all. Well, what, what tell us what do you think a dissociative personality is? What, is what I think it is, is is a part of the person, a fragmented part of them, uh, where the soul splits off and, and uh, where the that soul part uh, takes the pain and the hurt and uh, of the that's trauma just, that happened until so the person just, can handle it. That's crazy. And then later on that in, in life. That is crazy. That is crazy. Let me tell you something. If you cut your finger off, yeah. If you don't get to the hospital with that finger and they sew it and it attaches itself with life, uh, the life blood, it dies. It, your mind is split. It means it means that trauma will take a mind and it's like throwing it on the floor and it shadows into millions of pieces. Yes. It doesn't. Uh, that that part of the mind that splits off from the part. That uh, that is still connected and thinks is just a part. When you take the spirit out of the part of the mind that is split, then you ask Jesus to take the mind and heal the mind. The demon, the part of mind can't speak if it's split. That is psychiatry. And I don't know where you are hearing this stuff, but it is a lie. Well, you got to remember that. God only brings well, I, one one spirit into man, and you've yes. got one soul. Yeah, you can have fragmentation, but but again, you're not going to take one and turn it into fifty. You could, you know, you can have bits of your uh, your soul fragmented, okay, through sexual intercourse, and then right. after a while, you can't love anymore. You, you know, you're you're cold. You have no capacity yes. for yep. affection. But what happens is else. you can you can see your soul restored. Okay, you can have right. the angels of God go gather up the fragments. And bring them back, but that doesn't mean that you had uh, a thousand of you. It's just chips off of it. But again, when you're speaking to someone to cast a demon out of them, are you casting demons out of people that uh, do not know Jesus Christ or those that have already accepted no, Him? No, no, I, I, I do not cast any uh, out of any unbelievers at all, uh, because I, I, the Bible warns about seven times more coming back. Well, in. So, exactly. Uh, and, 
the only time that I do cast demons out of people is, is if I myself, even though they say that they're they're a Christian or or they live this way or that way, I, I lead them through the sinner's prayer before we even do anything. Yeah, uh, that's the way and, you should approach it. Um, you yes. know, if you're un- uncertain or they're uncertain, just go ahead and yes. get another way. It's not going to yep, hurt. If they're already saved, you can't save them twice. And the, the yep. point I'm making here is if you've led them to Christ, that's all you've got to do. You don't have to lead them one for each of these personalities, as a psychologist would have you to say. You lead them one time, and then you go after the demonic spirits. Now, right. you're going to deal with uh, multitudes in there, and they'll say anything that they want uh, the to try to stay in law. The, the woman who was shot in the head today, yes. the part of the brain that was damaged, they cut it out because right. it couldn't be regenerated. The only person that can regenerate a shattered mind through healing, just like you lay hands on somebody to be healed of cancer or or any other kind of an illness, is Jesus Christ. When the shattered brain happens, the mind is exactly what it means. It's fragmented, it's pulled apart, it's broken apart, and it's damaged, it's wounded. And the only way that it's going to be brought back and put into a single mind is if Jesus brings it and just heals it after you cast the devils out. The shattered part of the mind can't talk. That woman couldn't think with that part of the mind that was wounded today. They cut it out, sir. The only thing that can happen is a healing of those fragmented minds for Jesus to bring them back and to heal them. Uh, you're listening to the wrong spirit, and you're listening to whoever's teaching you this does not know what they're doing. I don't well, care how I, big I've they are. I don't you. care who they are. They do not know what they are doing. Well, what it is, Dr. Pat, it's not this gentleman's fault. It's There is a lot of false teaching out there on deliverance. Unfortunately, there's even a third wave doctrine, which uh, you go to see them for deliverance, you'll come out with a demon of Kundalini. Now, yeah. what, what was your name, sir? Uh, my name is Captain. Now, um, have you ever read any of uh, Derek Prince's books? Yes, uh, they shall okay. expel demons. Yep. De- Derek Prince, one of the great pioneers, um, Win Worley, and we've got the pleasure not to have Dr. Pat Holliday, one of the great uh, deliverance pioneers. I've uh, been doing this 35 years. She's 76 years old. So uh, I will tell you, I've been studying. <laughs> but she doesn't look that way. She's, she she right. looks 40. But have I'm just trying to tell you Bob when, when you meet her. Uh, I know yes, Bob Larson. I, know Bob. I, I, listen, I came in the ministry at the same time Bob Larson did. I've yes. watched his ministry for many years, and I'm going to tell you, Bob Larson is wrong about altars. I, right. I, I think that Bob Larson was sincere about his ministry, but when he comes and takes a psychological book and presents it as a deliverance book to little ministers that haven't been around as long as we have as the Word of God, I have to reject it, sir. That is not the Word of God. You cannot leave a demon to the Lord, and you cannot leave a piece of a mind that is separated from the mind. It's shattered. It's torn apart. It's not a living thing. The only person that can bring the it shattered... It is not. It's shattered. If it's, if it's a shattered no, part. Listen. Can, can I expound on that, please? No, no I'm going to expand on okay. it because right. I know right. that whenever a, a mind is shattered, 
It's just like you took the brain and threw it on the floor, and it scatters and shatters into pieces. Now, the parts that are shattered are wounded, and they're hurt, and the only person that's going to heal that is Jesus, and it's not demons. Let me go back to a more fundamental uh, point here. Uh, you you yes. can't veer away from the Word of God. If what you said was doctrinally correct, Jesus would have expounded on that. You never saw one example of Jesus Christ taking any vigil that he delivered. And, he, you know, he one-third of his ministry was deliverance. And never right. go up to him and, and lead lead the person to repentance and then go and talk to 15 other personalities and do the same thing. There is not any biblical precedent for it. And that's where you can run okay. into some danger. When there's no biblical precedent, you need to throw it out. Okay, there's there's a lot of things that, that don't have biblical pres- precedence. Look, and if, if you look at the beginning no, 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 of, of no, the Bible... No, 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 no. You're not coming on this show with false doctrine, sir. If there's no biblical precedence, don't do it. You'll be in a dangerous area. I like Bob Larson. I believe he's got a good ministry. I, I do disagree with him yeah. on his treatment of the personalities, but for this time, we're just going to have to disagree to disagree. i got to take some other yeah. calls, but yep. thank no you problem. for calling in tonight. Right. God bless you guys. Okay, brother. Bye. Thank you. You, right, you just have to get, get me out of it before I get mean, because I, <laughs> I don't like people using extra-biblical knowledge, and just because they think that's the way it is, that's they're not going to come and pollute our people with that. I don't mind a little I'm bit of debate, but... But we've got a lot of people lined up tonight, folks, for prayer, and so we gave Amen. the gentleman as much time as we could. And, and again, we'll, we'll make the uh, just clarify this: uh, we do not agree. And uh, the, the statement uh, of you leading individual personalities to Christ, there's only one person, and there's many demons. So you cast the demons out to liberate that person in Jesus' name. Let's go to the okay. next caller, area code four two three. You're on there with Doctor Pat Holiday. Pat Hall. Hello. Well, let's see. That caller dropped off. Let's go to the next caller. Six one two area code. You're on the air with Doctor Pat. Hello, Doctor Pat. This is uh, Joe. Hi, Joe. Minnesota. How are you? Hey, Joe. Doing really well. I wanted to just let you know that uh, my aunt Fila. Uh, they said they saw her. Uh, she was. They got her out of the operation, and she was walking today. Not very well, but. She was walking, so she's going to go in, in rehab, and I guess maybe to a nursing home, but at least she'll be, she's doing well, so thank you. Mom Great. was doing a, a lot better today than yesterday, so thank you for that. And uh not sure if, if I was able to explain it last night, but uh, when you guys were praying, I felt this intense heat go all over my body, and I just thank the Lord for his saving grace. And I thank you for, for what you do. Thank you for that testimony. That's real sweet. Thank you, Jesus. I say give, give the Lord to Jesus Christ. We praise the Lord. And we also had another testimony. The uh, the lady we prayed for last night, a former Roman Catholic, um, the word we got is that she was still feeling heat. The Holy Spirit was <laughs> thank you, Jesus. still operating in a, in, a, in a powerful way. So we praise God for that. Hey, and, my uh, mom, I'm just asking for more, you know, uh, more prayer. Uh, so I got the phone right next to her if you want to pray. Dr. Pat? Uh, you go pray for her. Okay. And what's your mom's name? Matilda. Matilda. Father God, we just lift up Matilda right now, and we loose ministering spirits to her. 
We just apply the blood of Jesus to her and the oil of the Holy Spirit. And again, we ask God for a healing touch in her mind. We ask that you'd let her to regain her uh, capacity for speech day by day. Let it increase in Jesus' name. We cut any string that is tying her tongue. And we command any foul, wicked spirits that are trying to stay inside of her to come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ and go to the foot of Jesus to be judged for your time. We ask God, you loose angels, to go through that house and drag off any foul spirits for judgment. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray right now. And we ask for a wall of fire Thank to you, surround Jesus. that house, Zechariah 2 and 5. In Jesus' name we pray. Wow. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Now, Joe, you have any uh, you have any uh, Catholic idols in your house? Any pictures of saints or any rosary beads? No. Uh, well, you know what? I do. <laughs> I'm not Catholic, but I do have in. Uh, I should. Probably, I need to throw it away. But in the uh, one of the cabinets, I have this this uh, candle with Mary's picture on there. And uh, oh yeah, you got to get that out of there. That's um, that's like um, flies but, for the honey. The demons will come right in. But nothing in here in her room. Uh, she's got some like I see some stuffed animals, and maybe I'll just go throw them away. Well, that depends. You, know what you have a, she's got a lot of animals in there, stuffed animals, dolls. Uh, they're not dolls. They're like those little things you you win like for like a dollar or something like that. But I, I throw them away. You know, okay. when in doubt, throw them out. I mean, definitely anything that's a uh, an image of one of the the. Um, the the dead saints, you know, that's necromancy. We we can't contact any of these people who have died and went on. And if I had offered enough money to the Pope, I could be a saint at one point in time. Right, right, right. The point well, is, the Bible says we're all saints. Living saints right now in Christ Jesus. But I know I understand what you're talking about. These, we're not uh, to have any uh, idol to them or have their photographs and worship them. They have no extra privileges that you and I don't in Jesus Christ. There's only one that can uh, take our request to the Father, and that's the Son, Jesus Christ. It's not Mary. So, And I'm not criticizing you. I'm just making a statement for anybody listening out there because I'm, I'm dealing with another guy right now. Who sometimes has, uh, I get like a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of a fear that I'm going to lose her, but I don't know. You know, it's probably that's not of God, so I try to I try to shake it loose. But it now, how old is your mother? Oh, she's 82. Okay. 82, but she looks like she's 92. Well, she's in the Lord's hands. Um, she know, Does she know Jesus as her Savior? Uh, I, I believe so, sir. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I know that uh, she did say the sinner's prayer, and so I'm, I'm believing that part, you know. Well, just just keep pleading <laughs> the blood of Jesus over every day, but I would say definitely get out anything that could be a compromise that could bring demonic spirits in to attack her, and that would be that candle that you told me about. You know, any rosary beads, any occultic books, any frogs. Image is an image. Image is an image. Yes. I'm dealing with Brother House where they have uh, African trouble. Now, that'll bring demons in, too, because what happens, these demons, you know, they want praise and worship, so they will inhabit these books. And when you're worshiping them, you're actually worshiping the demons. And so I came down here to an apartment where my wife lives, and someone had given her a a little figurine of a Buddha and a uh, a Hindu elephant. And I immediately recognized what it was, and I threw it in the garbage. I went right. in the bathroom. She had some perfume. It says angel or demon. <laughs> and there was a picture oh. on there of Lilith, you know, the, the night spirit, in a mm-hmm. white dress. I had mm-hmm. to get that thing out of the house really quick. I mean, we all, 
have these things we're going to come across. People, some people don't even know what they are. But as you gain intelligence, uh, mm-hmm. you, need to, you need to go through your house and clean them and then just command any demons that came in as a result to leave in Jesus' name. Dr. Pat? Amen. Brother Shannon, I yeah. want to say thank you very much. Y que Dios te bendiga. Dios te bendiga también. Igualmente. Okay. Adios, adios, hermano Pat. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you very much. As we say in Costa Rica, ciao. Well, if you want to know about images and things to throw away, it shows you right in the book of Romans, first chapter. It says don't make any image of anything, even little creepy things. Somebody can go look it up and put it up on the chat room if they will. Thou shalt not have any creepy images before me. Mm Mm-hmm. Or the Ten Commandments also. And uh, they have power. See, uh, the reason that Americans can't understand the power of these things, they look at it and it's a thing. But uh, the way the Eastern religious Hindus look at it is an image is a god. And so uh, the image attracts the demon to that image, in, in India, for instance, they will make a little hole in the back of those statues so that the demon can come in and out of that little hole to receive uh, worship. That's right. And, of course, when uh, Bishop Kanko says that they go and they take these uh, idols out of the house uh, when a person becomes a Christian is because this spirit that is attached to that idol will come and kill the person. Demons can kill you. Um, i tell you the truth. You know, during the Bush administration, they took a big plane over and they emptied the idols out of the uh, city of Babylon. And uh, people don't know where those idols went. Uh, but having a, a spiritual mind that I do, I know why they stole those idols. Uh, they stole the idols because uh, I have an article up on Pilgrim's uh, website, um, uh, remnantradio.org, and uh, uh, the God comes and the God stays with the idol. And uh, it's the Prince of Persia uh, is the name of that article, as I can remember. But when uh, they are trying to form a new world order, so the first world order, the Prince of Persia, was the power and the principality over Babylon. And, of course, uh, God's people were defeated and they were taken to Babylon so when Nebuchadnezzar uh, worshipped, built that big idol, that's who they were worshipping was the Prince of Persia and gold. But then when you had Sudan there, he rebuilt, he rebuilt Babylon, and he had all of those idols in Babylon. So since um, uh, George Bush is a New World Order person, and they went over there and they stole the idols because the spirit goes with the idol. In other words, wherever the prince of Persia is, they believe that that's going to be who rules over the world. That's uh, And that's putting a, a lot of 
study into just a few seconds. And you know, Dr. Penn, I think uh, those princes are still working out there, the same ones that were in Daniel's time, you know, the Prince of Persia. I believe at that time it even covered the area of Iran. And, yeah. um, you know, that this stuff's still out there, folks, and they're still doing their, their work. These demons don't die unless you take them out of commission and they get sent down into uh, to chains awaiting uh, judgment or Jesus judges them before the time. That's why we take them out of commission. We don't tell them just to come out and then they can run down the street and jump on somebody else. Uh, we've got another call, actually another couple callers. Let's go to the next one, area code 423. You're on the air with Dr. Pat. Hello. Yes. Hello. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I had got cut off before. I'm sorry about that. I had okay. pushed the wrong button. Um, I've called in a few times and uh, just wanted to call back tonight. And I've got just a question about something that's going on in my life. Um mm-hmm. My husband and I are separated, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sorry. One moment. Hey, that's okay. And if you're just tuning in, you're um, listening to Omega Man Radio Network uh, live program. Go ahead, Carr. Okay, I'm sorry about that. But um, since we are separated, and he has um, went his way, and he's drinking and doing, I'm sure he's doing drugs. I'm not positive, but he was doing that before, and that was the big problem. Uh-huh. Um, he, we weren't living together, and um, last night he got caught for DUI, um, fourth offense. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, it's just an ongoing thing, and he's going to be gone for a year. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't know what to do, Pastor Pat. I'm um, I felt like last week that the Lord was telling me to, um, you know, to try to go to counseling. And I, I felt guilty about, like, divorce thing because I think people get divorced too easily now. They don't stay together maybe like the Lord wants them to. Uh-huh. Um, well, I know they do that. <laughs> it's obvious. Divorce is so prevalent. But... um I've just I've had a really hard day, you know. That that was the first phone call that I got this morning was from a collect call from the jail. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh so well, I don't you know, know, I mean when they're when they're free and they can run around and do anything they want to, they do it. And then when they get in jail they come to you to lean on while they're in jail. Uh, you need to really seek God to uh, minister to this person and to convict him while he's in jail. And I'm not talking about jailhouse faith. I'm talking about really serious faith because of the fact that that we're in the last hour and uh, uh, someone that is... um, uh, fornicating and drinking and a non-believer. Uh, the way I read my Bible, it says that if he departs and leaves, that the person is not under bondage. But, uh, you know, a lot of people would disagree that with that. But there are spirits involved with marriage and divorce. And I would tell you to go and get the book uh, marriage and sex up on uh, 
MiracleInternetChurch.com, and it tells you about the spiritual aspect of it. I've known a lot of uh, Christian counselors over my life, and very few of them talk about the spiritual aspects of divorce. And so if the man repents and he really sells out to Jesus and repentance is not only repentance to God, but repentance to you for what he's done in your life and the hurt and the fears. So you need to do some prayer and fasting about it and some study about it, and you need to seek God about it. Yes, I I know. My mother had told me, well, are you ready? You know, she's kind of wanting me to just end it. And I told her that I had to... uh, 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 No. You don't don't listen to humans on things like this. What you do is it's a spiritual problem. He's got devils. It's uh, alcohol is a devil. A divorce is a devil. Um, Sex uh, outside of marriage, adultery, all of these things are devils. And so who knows? Maybe God will come and clean him up and deliver him, and he could become one of the strongest men in the world. I mean, God is very, very... um, able to do a lot of things, but don't go on what your mama says or this one says. You you go on a fast, uh, read, go get that book, Marriage and Sex, read, find out the spiritual aspects of this thing. Uh, you see, you're hurt, you're wounded, and right now, because it's an opportunity for divorce, a door to step out of Sometimes that's an easy thing to do, but is that God's will for you? Is God going to use this uh, situation to turn him around? You've got to get answers, but they have to be from the throne of God. They can't be from humans. How about you, Omega Man? I know that you know some things about this. Well, amen. I I would say that um, you've got to pray and seek the Lord right now. I mean, just be real. The, the the word is very clear. Other than pornea, we really don't have grounds for divorce. Now, uh, you can be separated. Or if your um, spouse commits adultery on you, well, then you're free. Or if your spouse dies, then you're free to remarry. I can tell you that I divorced, and uh, I was the one who had committed adultery. So my wife had grounds uh, to, to remarry. And I paid, uh, and I'm still paying today. You know, you will reap what you sow, uh, is what I'm saying here. So we can't take uh, this issue of divorce lightly. Uh, God doesn't take it lightly, and you've got to be very careful. So unless there's been an issue of um, you know, uh, adultery at this point in time, then you, you just want to remain separated and ask God to restore you. Uh, I would not give up on him. Uh, if you'll have children together, you know, there's nothing worse than a, a divorced family. I was divorced. My children lived in a divorced family, and I've seen generations of it. So we've got to fight for our marriages. We've got to fight for our kids. And uh, yeah. my grandfather... Uh, and I counseled many times, and when we would talk about different things, it always came down to one thing. He said 99% of problems are sin. And so yep. we need to repent and realize that there are demonic forces at play that are trying to destroy our homes, our families, destroy our kids, uh, our marriages. And so, um, you know, we can't give up. We've got to go to battle in the spirit and then see what the door will, will do. So uh, I would just say, like Dr. Pat said, uh, don't need jerk right now. Uh, you're the one that's got to live with the decisions you make, regardless of what other people think is best for you. So you've got to pray, take it to the Lord, and he'll show you what to do. 
Yeah, and, and um, you don't act when you're hurt. Uh, no. Because uh, if, you, if you're hurt uh, and you act, and then later on uh, God has restored that man, um, then you'll really be hurt. You could have said, well, I lost my husband because I acted in the flesh. This is a spiritual problem, and it has to be handled spiritually. Let me throw it another way for you. What if the Lord had seen he was going to be in a terrible accident and had died a few months down the road? Would you rather have him have been out and go through that or be in jail maybe for a year, have a chance to read the Word of God, really focus on Christ, and start preaching for the Lord? He could be a minister. Yes, my right. my friend told me that today that this may be, you know, his experience that God just had to get him alone, but I don't I don't want to divorce him. The I guess my question was really about like my mother want, you know, she wants me to. She just wants me to well, be rid of Well, your mother's not married to him. And no, your mother's not, not going to answer before the throne of God for you or him. This is a situation between you, your husband and God. And uh, I'm not saying to just run down there and say, oh, baby, I'm taking you back. Uh, you you let God deal in his spirit, and you be patient to see how this thing falls. And you do prayer and fasting, and you turn in on Omega Man. Uh, Sunday night is our prayer night. And uh, tune into the chat room and let these people... Uh, no, uh, he he's doing okay. He needs prayer. Uh, they will join you, and they'll start binding those spirits up in him, and they'll be calling out to God with you for him. And, uh, you know, I've known people that have gone to jail and come out, and God has restored them and their marriages. So I wouldn't listen to Mommy because she's not the one. I mean, you're a grown woman. Listen to yes. the Lord, listen to the Word, listen to your heart, uh, do what God tells you to do. I had a uh, cousin uh, who friend, came on the... Friends out there, uh, y'all start binding, too, as we're talking to her. Hey man, we're going to pray for you. Um, I had a cousin who is uh, who was a drug dealer. He was 19 years old, uh, as wild as a buck, alcohol, drugs, sex, you name it. Uh, my grandfather had a vision about him that if he didn't repent, he was going to be in trouble. He didn't, and he was involved in a catastrophic accident. He's a paraplegic today. Well, that didn't slow him down. He continued He, he continued to sell drugs, um, had a very powerful network, and uh, they picked him up and arrested him in his wheelchair. He spent two years in prison, and uh, God used that time to turn him around, and now he's sold out for God. He's a mm-hmm. ordained minister with the Church of God. And he's going around and he's preaching uh, almost everywhere uh, each week. Somewhere every week is my word. But uh, God totally transformed his life. If he hadn't had some intervention there, he would have died and probably been in hell right now. So uh, I hate that this is happening to you. And I will certainly going to pray. And I believe God can take the, you know, he can take Humpty Dumpty and put him back together again. So Yes, all I things believe are possible so too. With God. I believe he can too. I I was kind of wondering about covering, but I don't want to take too much time. And that's kind of what, what my what question was. Mean? While what he's that mean? off what, there, what does that mean to you, covering? Well, um, like the uh, I've been taught that the man is a spiritual covering of the household, but I know ultimately 
Jesus is our covering. And um, so I, well, I wondered you what know, you thought about you know, that. Uh, the Bible says um, in Ephesians chapter 5 that uh, the husband is the head of the house. It doesn't say anything about covering. This is a teaching that came out back in the 70s and the 80s where they were teaching a, uh, that the pastor was your covering and your husband was your covering and uh, women uh, practically had no say-so about anything at all. You see, a marriage is um, its between a couple. And a marriage, uh, although I believe that the husband is the head of the house, you can't have two heads uh, because you have a monster. But uh, a husband that respects his wife, They'll come together and they'll talk about things. And when they iron out all the little particulars of whatever's going on, uh, then they'll pray about it and God will uh, uh, have them to come into one accord. And usually the husband will come up with answers. Uh, I was amazed over the years of my marriage and my husband was not serving the Lord I was amazed at the various times that my husband uh, spoke to me, and I obeyed him, and it turned out for good, and God was right in the center of it. But if there was something that was devilish going on, uh, I just submitted to my husband as unto the Lord, as he was godly. Uh, as he uh, asked me to do godly things, I submitted to him. But if he just said, now, come on, I want you to go out and get drunk with me, I did not submit to that. Right. So covering uh, is a terminology that uh, came forth in the 70s. It's not even in the Bible. Uh, well, I never found it, so I'm glad you're saying that because I've yeah, never heard it in it's just so confusing. They teach so much stuff, but I mean, I've got out of the mainstream church, and I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm reading the Bible. I'm listening to an audio Bible. I'm just. I've started out this year, just trying to fill my mind with the Word. That's and what Bible um, are you reading? Uh, I know to read the King James Bible now. Good, good I've, for you. Yeah, I've heard about the other versions that they're not so good. So, Well, here's um, what we're going to pray for you tonight. We're not going to go into deliverance for you. What we're going to pray for you tonight is we're going to find every devil in your husband and cage him. And we're going to cage the devils in you and disconnect them from your mind. And we're going to ask the Lord to direct your life. Don't listen to the mother. Listen to the Lord. Uh, read the book. Learn what the demons do in marriage. And then call us back next week. And then we'll do deliverance so that you understand your part of the uh, covenant that you've made with your husband. See, a lot of people don't realize marriage is just a covenant. And it's a covenant with God at the head of the marriage the husband and the wife. And uh, God wants marriages to work. And in our country, it's just too easy, too easy for people to walk away from their marriages. 
And so that's what I would tell you to do, okay? Do you okay. want to pray for her, Omega Man? Uh, Dr. Pat, I'll let you go ahead and pray, and then I'll finish up. Okay. Father, we lift this marriage up to the throne, and we give you glory and praise. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that all of the people that are listening uh, to this program tonight, and their marriages are in problems, and uh, some of it is uh, sexual spirits, adulterous spirits, alcohol spirits. Some of it is just pure rebellion. Uh, some of it is just people that don't want the responsibilities of being married. But God, we know that the happiest thing on this earth is for a man to find his rib and for that rib to live with that man in love. And Lord, you know, you said in the book of Ephesians, husbands love your wives. You never said to the wives to love their husbands. Because if a man loves his wife, the wife will return and respond to his love and his warmth and his leadership. And we're asking you tonight, God, to bind up every one, every one of these devils in the name of Jesus. We give you praise over the arrest of this man. We know that you're right in the center of it. We ask that you give him time to think over his problems. And as he dries out from the alcohol and he realizes that the sin life cannot be participated in for at least a year, that you will deal in his spirit. And, Father, I know that you have men of God in the prisons. I know some of them. Some of them are ministers in the prison even. We ask that you bring a man of God across his pathway that will minister to him. Even people that come into the prison, even people that come in there for the purpose of ministering to the prisoners. And we ask that you draw him to your heart, that you change his life, that you make him the man of God that you invented him to be. We ask that you direct our sister's life very carefully. We bind all controlling spirits coming from her mother in the name of Jesus, and we cut every cord. We cut the umbilical cord between her and the mother. She's a grown woman, and she must submit herself to you, God, during this hour of time. We ask, God, that you will speak to her, that you will draw her into your love and into your submission. We thank you that every spirit that speaks to her mind is bound in the name of Jesus, and we cage them. We isolate each one of them. We forbid them to talk together. We forbid spirits from the outside, from the powers and the principalities, to be able to direct her life during this time. We put the wall of fire over her and around her. And, Father, we ask that you draw her into your circle of correction and love. And, Father, we'll give you the glory and we'll give you the praise. And bring her and her husband to total deliverance in Jesus' name. Yes, Father God, we lose ministering spirits to her and her husband right now. 
We ask for a wall of fire on Zechariah 5. I ask God that you loose warrior and guardian angels to surround her and her kids and her husband. I ask God that you do whatever it takes to bring her husband to you, Lord Jesus, and get him on the right road. And we ask for favor when he goes before his court hearing. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. That's right. Amen. And and uh, and do you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I do. Well, uh, use that uh, prayer language a lot. You know, the Bible says that it builds us up in our most holy faith. And so uh, as you... Uh, Lift your hands in the privacy of your house and worship God and listen to the Word of God and praise Him and speak to Him in prayer. That's the Holy Spirit that will rise up in you and He will be praying prayers for your husband through you. He knows what your husband needs. And we'll see this uh, marriage healed because I believe that's what God's desire is for this marriage. Uh, Just because somebody stumbles and falls, uh, we need to give God every opportunity to do his thing. Amen? Yes, amen. Thank you. Amen. Okay. Thank you, Pastor Pat and Shannon. I appreciate it. I appreciate your prayers. God bless you for calling in. Let's go to our next caller, caller from 901 area code. You're on the air. Hi, Omega Man. Hey, how are you? Dr. Pat, I'm okay. Hi. This, uh, this is, my name's Barbara. And hey, I've, Barbara. Hey, I've called in before, um, but Dr. Pat wasn't on. But I'm, I'm glad Dr. Pat is on today. And I'm really calling in with a question. Okay. Uh, my... Um, I, I have done a deliverance with uh, Omega Man, and I cannot remember the minister's name who was on there when I was called in before. Um, but um, my son and my daughter-in-law live with me, and my mm-hmm. son is a former Church of Christ preacher. Yes. Okay. Now, he left the Church of Christ, uh, partially not by choice, um, because in their opinion, he was a bit too charismatic. Um, and the, the the thing is, there was a time after all of that happened that he really left Christ, really, really did. But he he has come back and he has repented. But mm-hmm. I've, I've been talking to him about doing a deliverance, mm-hmm. and his fear is, uh, he said he wants to do a deliverance, but he doesn't feel that he can because during the time he was away, he mm-hmm. had gotten a tat- he had gotten a tattoo that was <laughs> a Celtic symbol, and. What can we do about that, short of having surgery or something? I don't know if I caught that last part. Um, what was it that would require surgery? Uh, that during that time that he was away, he had gotten a tattoo of an occultic symbol. Oh, oh tattoo. a tattoo. Okay, okay now uh, let me tell you, we have uh, over 
the uh, life of uh, our ministry, we've had people to come in with tattoos. And uh, the Bible says not to mark yourself. And, um, you know, Bishop Kanko says that if you get a tattoo, that it's a sign that you belong to the devil. And so they teach against people getting tattoos. But at the same time, people that have tattoos, uh, they pray for them. He told a story one time that somebody in his church wanted to get one, and he told them not to do it. And the person went to England and got the tattoo and came back and repented. And uh, Bishop Kenko uh, prayed with him and baptized him in water. And he said when he came out of the water, the tattoo had totally disappeared off of his body. Now, that doesn't mean that that's going to happen for every single person, but it did in this particular person's um, life. Uh, so this man was a believer in Bishop Kenko's church. He repented, and God forgave him. And so he went through deliverance, and he went through baptism, and he's fine today. So uh, the man um, can remove it. If he can't afford to remove it, he can bind any powers over it that it has over him. Uh, I had ladies that lived in countries where tattoos were part of the culture when they came to the church. And what many of them did, they put Band-Aids on them uh, when they found out that it wasn't godly. And some of them have gone and had them removed. Uh, God knows that uh, when you're in the world that you don't know any better that you sin when you're under the powers of the devil. God is a forgiving person. And you just tell him the story about Kanko and the person in Africa where God forgave that person. And just tell him to come on up on the radio program, and I'll tell you, God will forgive him, deliver him, sanctify him, baptize him, and do everything that he has to have done, because God died for him. Yeah, yes, Dr. Pat, I've told him that, and I'm going to tell him that you said that, too. I hope that yes. will help. But he keeps telling me that he's afraid that if he does, they'll just come back because the tattoo is of an occultic sin. No, no, no. Once a person repents and they turn away from the sin, uh, the devil has no open door to come back in. But if he repented and he went out and got another tattoo, right. uh, uh, then he has an open door for seven worse to come back. One, uh, see, deliverance is about restoration of a person's uh, soul, spirit, and body. And it's a cleansing. It's a sanctification of uh, your body. And once a spirit is driven out and the person has repented, it has no legal grounds to come back unless the person turns around and starts walking in agreement with that devil again through sin. Else we I could would, never uh, get free. I would concur with that, Dr. Pat, because, you know, look, um, some things you can't change. Uh, if if he could get a laser removal, great, have him do that. 
But if yeah. he's accepted Christ and he's repented of that and he's not going out and getting a new one, you know, any demons that are cast out are not going to come in just because he has that tattoo right now. I'll give you a case yeah. in point. I just read a book of a famous uh, ex-Russian mafiosa. His name, uh, he went by the name Red Scorpion. And uh, if he were to take his shirt off right now, he had a huge, wicked-looking red scorpion, which was actually the, the symbol for the power that he got through the, uh, the martial arts and the demons that came in. Oh, he was wow. probably one of the most wicked martial artists in the world before he met Christ. Uh, killed many a man, but he came to Christ, and he still has that tattoo. But he's not demonized like he was before. He got set free and got deliverance. So um, that's just a demon lying to the to the boy, trying to keep him from uh, exposing it and getting it cast out. So he, he doesn't need to wait on that. Yes. Like I said, we come out of a, a Church of Christ background originally. And when, like I said, when we separated from the Church of Christ and everything that happened, um, we, we we started seeking down long paths. And uh, with being in the Church of Christ, we didn't have a very strong background in understanding demons, even though he has a better understanding than most Church of Christ preachers. And we we have home church. Uh, we have the we have communion once a week. I make the bread, and my daughter-in-law makes the bread, and we are we are we have truly repented, and we're doing the best we can. But and he knows that he's being tormented by demons. Huh. Let me tell you this: you know, being a former member of the Church of Christ, like many other uh, cultish-type churches. Uh, they become ritualistic and they become cultish and legalistic. Yes. And so what happens is uh, he needs to be freed from the religious spirit is really what it is, more so than the tattoo. And um, so what I think we ought to do, Omega Man, tonight is we need to take authority over those uh, religious spirits and start binding those spirits. Uh, you can go up on my website, and there's a deliverance manual up there called Family Deliverance Manual, and it gives you the names of all of the various uh, spirits that uh, act through him uh, or act through families. And uh, in your prayer life, y'all just come together and start binding those spirits and their powers over your life, and then uh, call in, and they'll come right out. But it's well, a religious no, we, spirit. We have done that. We we are doing that. I started okay. it, and we would sit at the table and pray, mm-hmm. and yeah. they started doing it now. Okay, well, just tell him that uh, Dr. Pat and Omega Man said that he just needs prayer, that God is a forgiving God, and that um, uh, I've I've known many powerful Christians, powerful uh, Christians. I'm thinking of one now that I won't even name his name, but he has a tattoo. He used to be in the Navy. And we've seen the Lord just do absolutely wonderful deliverances through his ministry, and also healings of the sick, 
uh, and he moves in the gifts of the Spirit, preaches the gospel, and the tattoo is still up there. Uh, but he's repented from it. He's not running back and getting another one. And the fact that God is moving in his ministry so dramatically, I would say that that part is not a big problem. What he really does need is deliverance. That would be my take on it. How about you, Omega Man? Uh, 100%. Again, he needs deliverance, so not worry about that tattoo. That doesn't matter to God. Uh, uh, he's repented from it. Amen. Yes. Yes, he has, and he grieves over it. Well, that's okay. Well, you know what? What Jesus has forgiven us of, he doesn't remember anymore. He throws it in the sea of forgetfulness. So the only one that remembers it is the devil. He just needs to stop and listen to that demon. That's what needs to come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so, Omega Man, um, we we need to just pray that God will open him up to uh, submit to de- uh, to deliverance. And one of the big hindrances uh, with pastors a lot of time is pride. And uh, so one oh, thing yeah. about coming on Omega Man is nobody knows who he is. And so he doesn't have to say, I'm a pastor, or I'm this or I'm that. He just goes humbly, uh, calls in, and you see how it operates. So, uh, Father, we just lift up this this marriage, and we take authority over Osmodius and Asmodeus, Abaddon, Apollyon, Beelzebub. We take authority over every spirit that's talking to his mind. We bind the spirit of pride, rebellion, rejection. We bind the power of legalism, ritualism, Every religious spirit, we command all of these spirits to go into the cage. Every witchcraft power, every prayer power that's coming at him from previous people that knew him before, that are trying to pray him back. Every cult spirit that's operating is bound. All the fears are bound in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you for every hereditary spirit to be bound, any kind of Freemasonry, any kind of ritualistic spirits that are operating through him. We come against Antichrist spirits. We come against all rationalism, trying to figure these things out with his mind. We ask you to bind him to the Word of God and that you will open up his understanding, his ears, his eyes. Uh, We bind every uh, spiritual devil that guides his thoughts when he thinks uh, about Christ. We bind the interpreter, the familiar spirit inside of his vessel that tries to interpret the Bible to him. Uh, We bind the seducing spirits the false prophet spirits, false signs and wonders, the doubting spirits, every manipulation, visualization, every devil that has come, spirits of bondage over his life. And Father God, we just lift him up to your throne tonight. And we believe, God, that you will speak to him in his prayer life and that you will draw him to come and get deliverance. 
We give you praise and glory for it in Jesus' name. And we disconnect every spirit from his mind, and we command that thing to go into the cage. We forbid it to receive any communications from the powers of principalities over him, uh, the ones in the ground and the ones from the sea. And, Father God, we put him uh, in the wall of fire and the blood of Jesus and ask you to draw by the power of your spirit, Omega Man, in Jesus' name. Amen. And I agree with that, Father God. Again, we lose ministering spirits to Barbara and the boy in Jesus' name. And we just ask God that you would send warrior angels to surround him and bring him to you. And we bind the spirit of fear which is attacking him, trying to thwart him from coming forward and getting deliverance in Jesus' name. And again, we bind and cage all those foul spirits. We throw them in the individual gate, throw them up the blood of Jesus. And ask God to lose free angels to read the word of God of the foul spirits 24 hours and terminate them until the raid manifesting up and out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay, honey, and, and everybody you, in Barbara. the chat room, Barbara is praying for your husband, and they're in agreement, and it says that two shall agree is touching one thing, that the Father Jesus, actually Jesus is standing in agreement with us as we pray for you, and he's in agreement with you as you're in agreement with us. And I believe we're going to have uh, here some good reports. Well, thank Amen. you. And that that was my son, but yes, thank you so much. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, but yes, okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. I, I really, and and praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bryn. We're, we're standing by to pray with him anytime he's ready, all right? I, I'm going to talk to him when we get off the phone. God bless you. Okay. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're going to go to the next caller. we still got about 45 minutes remaining. Uh, area code 52. You're on the air with Dr. Pat. Call from 52 area code. Yes. Uh, hi. Um, I was calling because um, I made a life-changing decision um, recently to move to um, a church that does deliverance. And um, I was... Um, kind of concerned because I noticed my attacks picked up recently. It's as if the enemy is throwing a lot of fiery darts at me. And um, I was just wondering, is that kind of normal for the situation when I move closer to the Lord and wanting to do more of His work? That is normal. And what it does is it keeps a lot of people from working for Jesus. A lot of people get saved, saved. When you're in the cult, you have a lot of power to do a lot of things, and you have no resistance from the devil because you're doing his work. And a lot of people come out of the occult, and they immediately want to do what they did in the occult for Satan. They want to get on the other avenue and change their life and work for Jesus. Well, you see, in the occult, People have to learn how to be witches. They 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 don't just pick up the power and run with it. They they have schools. That's what Harry Potter is. Harry Potter is a school to train 
kids from age eight all the way through their teenage years. And the first book was like book 101, book 102, book 103. And they go through a school to learn how to become a witch or a wizard. And then by the time they get through the series of books that Rawlings has written, you have a fully trained wizard and witch. And they know those powers, and they can go out and work them. But if uh, you get a kid that tries to run out and get right in the middle of witchcraft, and they haven't been taught properly, those devils can also turn on them and hurt the children. But uh, if, a, uh, let's say a kid went through the training of becoming a wizard, and then after uh, he's practiced witchcraft a little bit, he finds Jesus and he comes over on our side. He has to learn who Jesus is. He has to learn to submit to Jesus because he's been enslaved by the demons. And he has to learn that Jesus can protect him. He has to learn how to protect himself. And he has to go to Christian school through the Bible and through Christian teaching. And see, this is what this particular program is about. Oh, yes, it's for casting out devils, but it's also for people to learn their faith. Uh, For instance, uh, I'm watching the chat room, and uh, we had uh, that last situation about the uh, tattoos. And the people on the chat room, some of the deliverance ministries, are answering biblically the questions because we don't have the time to uh, do a 40-minute teaching to you, but they are answering questions biblically concerning tattoos. So uh, you will have a hard time trying to do a job for Jesus until you learn how to protect yourself and until you learn the power of God. So it is very normal. Hey Amen. I'll add to that. Uh, you know, Jesus doesn't want us to get ourselves cleaned up before we come to him. He takes you as you are, and then he'll clean you up. And there are some things people have that, uh, that they got on them when they were in the world. So that doesn't hold us back from becoming Christians or getting deliverance. So, you know, again, that's yeah. what I would say about those those tattoos. If you can get them removed by a laser, great. If you can't, don't uh, strive over it. The Lord knows all about it. And if you've repented, then, you know... It's okay. He receives your repentance. Amen. But but her question was is why is she under such an attack when she turned to Jesus? Well, the uh, in in regards to that, uh, I don't know enough about history. Did you come out of the occult at one time? Yeah, I did. I was, but I didn't do it like joining like a coven. I was more like dabbling, like the average person will do it out okay. of curiosity. But I have well, repented and confessed it as sin, and um, I had some people pray and break the curses and the generational curses, uh-huh. and I have received some some deliverance on it. So it was kind of a relief for that. But it it's like recently I've been hearing threats. Like that, I'm not afraid of the devil, but I know he's threatening me. He's like, if you move there, we'll kill you, and I and I kind of right. laugh at him and say, No, you heard you it can't. In your mind? Yeah. You hear these thoughts in your brain? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me say this before you go on with that. 
uh, demons always threaten people that I'm going to kill you uh, because the person has submitted to the power of the demon. The demon knows that that person does not realize that Jesus is powerful enough to protect them from any devil killing them. But if you're hearing that in the mind, you probably just need to get another layer of spirits out. Go ahead and make a man. Well, absolutely. I want to say that um, when we come to Christ and then we mm-hmm. seek deliverance, we don't get set free of everything immediately. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people have so many demonic spirits that, you know, we just... They couldn't handle it if they got all delivered uh, simultaneously. God usually doesn't do that. He'll just uh, deliver you a bit at a time, strengthen you a little bit, you get more. He'll point his finger at something else, peel off another layer. And um, so those are definitely demonic spirits inside of you that are threatening you because uh, their position in you is being threatened, and they know that as you continue to seek spirits, they're going to be cast out in Jesus' name. So that's just the lie from the devil. Now, if you had been in a hardcore cult, like I know some people that have come out of Ricky, X Witch, and Ross, they actually have covens uh, that are, you know, working to get back in. They don't lose any of their own. It's like the mafia, you don't get out of where you sit put under. Not if they can help you. Uh-huh. But uh, Jesus Christ has a different plan, and he can get you set free if you come in the occult and want to get out of it. But my point is, is uh, yeah. They'll continue to work and try to get you back in, but you have to resist to do spiritual self-defense, keep pursuing deliverance, and um, just understand that greater is he that is in than he that is in the world. So you don't have to fear anything except for God. These Amen. are just lies of the devil. And, um, yeah, it's it's going to get uh, tougher. You'll have more attacks if you want to get into the deliverance ministry, if you want to get set free. Yeah, Satan's not happy, but, uh, you know, um, we have no choice but to move forward and, you know, fight them along the way, and you'll win with Jesus uh, on the Can I speak uh, just for a moment? Go for uh, it. The uh, call, uh, I mean, the the chat room's talking about something I needed to speak to it. Mirrors are used in witchcraft. Yes. Uh, it, it's called mirromantic. Uh, the, it's, it's a, um, remember Alice in Wonderland? Yes. Uh, all of those things are occult things, and they're uh, they're put forth by witches. Uh, if you want to know about the Book of Enoch, uh, go up on the YouTube, type in Enoch, and put counterfeit. There's been a lot of exposure on it recently. It was written a couple of hundred years ago. It's not part of the canon uh, of uh, the Bible, although... Jude did mention Enoch and other places, but you need to know that uh, men uh, have put out some wrong information. And just go up there and look it up. Start doing some research yourself. Don't just depend on other people to do it all for you. You know, when you said mirrors, Dr. Pat, uh, that's very akin in the same family as, of course, um, crystal balls or... You remember yeah. how people used to look into the wells, mm-hmm. and they would see uh, images start to manifest yeah. in the well water? Mm-hmm. They used them Miramantic. to... Miramantics. yeah, they, to view uh, into the occult. That, that, that man that uh, killed, they say killed uh, Robert Kennedy, that's yes. the kind of magic that he was in. He was in Miramantic. And, uh, now, so what about advocating, it, folks, that you remove 
mirrors from you. I was looking at a mirror. Yeah. No, 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 but, no. But the witches no. use them as a, as a tool, so yeah, they can be used. Amen. In the occult. Now back to this lady. Um, let's uh, let's pray some deliverance over her. You, Amen. Who 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 did you go through deliverance with? I went to a mass deliverance um, at Hegwish Baptist Church. Okay. Oh yes, very good, very good church. Friends of mine. You, you can't go wrong there. Um, did, what did you do? Did you move up to Highland, Indiana? No, no, no. Um, I'm, I'm, there's one here where I'm at in my location, and I'm moving there. And but I did go to one at Hegwish many years ago, and they they broke a lot of generational curses, and it was it was wonderful. Good people up there. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's one oh, of the deliverance yeah. uh, uh, ministries I know of. Just a handful of them out there. Uh, so you got to be careful who you see. Um, and you know Jesus as your Savior? Yes, yeah. I've been well, saved for quite some years now. And when I went down there at Hegwish, they prayed it with me. They wanted to double-check and make sure because um, they had discerned some counterfeits that came in through, you know, false false religious systems. Were you ever involved so, in uh, Roman Catholicism? Yeah, that was the background I had as a child, and they okay. broke generational curses. But I, I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think they cast that out. Do you but have any sure. uh, rosary beads or any uh, saint imagery in your oh, house? Oh no, oh okay. no, that kind of stuff. I, I won't let it come in the house. Doctor Pat. Well, uh, you said that you played around with uh, the occult yourself. Are you talking about fortune-telling, astrology, cards? What are you talking about? Well, when I was a child, I was invited to a friend's house. We were about 10 years old, and she had a Ouija board, and we played with it. Right. right. And then then when I was in my early 20s, um, I met a woman who was into astrology, and so mm-hmm. I started reading books on astrology. And then I, and after I got saved, um, I recognized it as sin. But I didn't really do nothing about it until I went to Hegwish, and uh-huh. my first deliverance. And they, they had me confess all occult involvement, and um, they broke curses off of me, and, and commanded a uh-huh. lot of that that came in through those practices to leave. Uh huh. Okay. Now, whenever you get involved with the Ouija board and these things. A spirit comes in and takes control of your life, and that spirit is called a familiar spirit. And this familiar spirit can also come down your family lines. And what happens is uh, once you're open that that spirit comes in, it begins to lead your life, and it leads you into these kind of things. It leads you into uh, going to uh, a psychic or a um, fortune teller or reading your horoscopes and stuff like that. So let's just um, let's just pray and and uh, make sure that the familiar spirit has left too. Okay. 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 Say, Father. Father. I'm your child. I'm your child. I've asked you to forgive me of all of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I thank you. I thank you. That you have. That you have. And today. And today. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. 
I renounce. I renounce. Every occult witchcraft power. I renounce every witchcraft and occult power. Coming down my family line. Coming down my family line. Ten generations back. Ten generations back. Ten generations forward. Ten generations forward. And I bind every spirit of divination. I bind every spirit of divination. Occult witchcraft. Occult witchcraft. Uh, Heredity rebellion. Heredity rebellion. Uh, Freemasonry. You got any of those in your family? I'm not sure, but I'll repent of it. Okay, well, let's just bind it in case you do. Uh, Mockery spirits, skepticism. Now, Omega and Man and I are going to start calling these things out, and you just take some deep breaths and and start coughing them out, okay? Okay. Uh, We bind all of these that we've already announced, and we cage them. And we command them to start coming out right now. In Lucifer, right now. Name. Come out in the name of Jesus. Spirits of divination. All foul, wicked spirits. Come out. Fortune telling, soothsaying, magic, Come out right now in the stargazing, name of Jesus zodiac, horoscope. You and Lucifer and let her go right spirit, now. Witchcraft Find the strong man. Throw you in the cage with the blood of Jesus. Hypnotist, enchanter. Come out right astrologer. now. Astrologer. Every spirit Loose of cultism. Right cultism. Worldly speech, heresies, come out. Humanism, necromancy, clairvoyant, spiritism. We bind up the Ouija board. We bind up that familiar spirit that came in. Come Come on up and out. Come up and out. Made you to manifest and come up and out. Spirit that talks to her mind. We disconnect you from her mind. And we command. That you go right into the cage right now. We in throw you in the cage with the blood of Jesus. Come out of her right now. Cut the ties to her mind. And we forbid you to ever her mind speak and let her go. her again in the name of Jesus. Break the yoke off her neck the right now in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus is against you. The blood of Jesus is against you. If we can come out we and follow what you We give you praise Jesus and glory. Name. Praise and glory. Pour the blood of Jesus down your throat and foul spirits. Antichrist spirit. Rebellion. Heredity and Christ Black Mass, High Priest, Catholicism, Allegiance to the Pope, Statues, Necromancy, All Black Magic, come out. False Fear of Opinions of Others. We command all of these spirits. All witchcraft, come out of her right now. Hypocritical life. Loose and let it go, you foul. All signs and wonders. Be weakened in Jesus' name. Seduced, enticed, wonders from fascinations to evil ways, objects, or persons. Repression, manipulation of objects, visualization, amnesia, fortune telling, death spirits. Come out right now. We command. Come out All right now. addictions. Do you smoke? I have a um, bronchial infection right now that's really kind of hitting me hard. Well, do you smoke? No, I gave it up. How long ago? Oh, it was about when I was pregnant, about 25 years ago. Okay, all of those spirits stay 
stay with the person until they're driven out. Mm-hmm. And there's a spirit called Kelmet, and that's the God spirit that the Indians worship. And so we disconnect you from Kelmet, uh, emphysema, cancer. Uh, we the water spirit that is connected to that that attacks the lungs, the death spirit, the killing spirit. Every devil that has come to rob, kill, and steal, we command that you come out. Come out of her right now. Spirits of corruption. All death and destruction. Come out of her right now, in Jesus' name. Iniquity, sin, bondage to sin, to Satan, fear. The bronchial come out. come up and out right now. Loose. All spirits of infirmity, come out of her in Jesus' name. come out in the name of Jesus. Loose your grip on her in Jesus' name. Sacrifices to Satan. Uh, multiple personalities, disorders. Weaken in Jesus' name. Imagery, split personalities. All the God strip their armor and weapons and power. All Television, power. mind control, magazine mind control, stress syndrome, come on, traumatic. Come out, in the Jesus. name of Jesus, you will leave now. Come out of her in, we bind the strong man and all the principalities. Cage every devil that speaks to her mind, and we forbid outside spirits to continue to speak to her mind in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I'm watching my my spot where my television show is, and they've moved my television show, and they've got a Marit Yoga Desai on there. We bind this thing up in the name of Jesus, and I know exactly what your plan is, devil. You think that you can put this Eastern religious spirit on where I come on usually and steal souls. We bind the souls. From from listening to this, they will turn it off in the name of Jesus. Satan, in the name of Jesus, you are a liar. We bind all lying spirits, deception, false teachers, slander, lies, old wives, tales, uh, superstitions, gossip, vain babbling, religious spirits. Back in your head, now, spirit, Jesus' name. Father God, and we lose ministering. Personal rebellion, deceit, reprobate mind, variance, uncleanliness. Jesus' name. Profanity. Effeminate. All of the sexual devils come out in the name of Jesus. Spirits of whoredoms come out in the name of Jesus. Speaking uh, to dead people, rosary beads come out in the name of Jesus. Every mixture of witchcraft. The Who's blood of the lamb, the blood of the lamb, the blood of the lamb, right the blood of the lamb, the blood of the lamb. All those we give Come out. praise and glory, God, for your blood. We bind up the Jezebel spirit, rebellion, witchcraft, idol worship, Saturn, Ishtar, uh, lust, devils, colors, Come out. Lift, Jesus. reign of evil, tomorrow, Easter. Bell. Abomination, false healing power. Rehab, Motan, come out. Nimrod, Loose and let Babylon, go right now. Loose and let her go right now. 
say Santa Christ, Santa Claus. Oh, Holy Eucharist, come out, right now, Jesus. Come out. Every spirit, collected comes, will of God, raising light, the day of the Lord of the dead. We confuse John, uh, the spirits that are causing any kind of confusion in her mind. All spirits of confusion come out. Lose Manipulation, mind. mind control, jealousy, come murder, right oppressor. The legs of the oh, occupants. Oh, oh, pull it out. Destroy. Commit fornication, evil things, idols. Lift up self and pride, unbelief, disobedient, vile, sexually immoral, magic arts, false gods, prophecies, murmurs against God, servants, bitterness, versus one who trusts in God, speaks. Material things suppresses thing. the Come on right of now. God. Find up unhappiness, fresh. We come against Antichrist, prophetess, Baal, idolatry. Spirit of false religion. Come out. Evil desires, devil. Loose and let it go right now. Come out of her right now. Jesus, just fight the spirit. I command civil war. Hold on, lower level demons. You will not rend her, choke her, loose, let her go. You will not harm her as you're coming out. We bind you. Come out in Jesus' name. We forbid you to do her harm. You will not choke her. You will not hurt her. We ask the angel of the Lord to stand right in front of her. Pull things out in Jesus' name. Dedication to other gods, sacrifices, astrology, bull god, new age god, idolatrous priest. Angels of God, uh, cut out all the uh, wicked Satanism, spirits. Lucifer spirit, familiar spirits, anger, wizard, abomination, mystics, boredom. Come out. You Come out, Come out boredom. Fears, reprobate, adultery, adulterous. Come out. Desecration, defile. You are not harmers, you're coming out. Finding not in the truth, lying spirits. Come out, or I'm going to send you to short. In the name of Jesus, get out of her right now. Jump in the cage. Loosen and let her go right now. Father God, loosen the hornets of blasphemies. But the fear of the Lord Unholy, wicked, impious, corrupt. Loose spirits you foul, wicked spirit. sorrowful. Come out. Is your call? Come out. Immortal. Im- immoral. Loosen, let her go. Strife, pride, gossip. Be weakened in Unnatural Jesus. Unnatural selfishness. The blood of Jesus. The holy violence. The blood of Jesus. Come out. Frustration. Retaliation. Vain. Plotting. Eagle. Wrath. Lying. Now, honey, have you ever received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I received that when um, I went to Hegwish, um, and they had that mass deliverance. A lady there yeah. prayed with me, yeah. and I, I'd been praying about it and asking the Lord about it, but I didn't do it. I didn't ask him until I got there. 
Um, And then a lady there prayed with me, and I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Did you get your prayer language? Yeah, I prayed for a while, and then it seemed like um, I didn't do it as much, and then I started doing it again. And then um, for a while I didn't. Then I started. I guess maybe I I got used to doing it during a crisis more than a daily thing. But I need to do it more on a daily level because that well, was really here's what, what was you need. To, here's what we're going to ask the Holy Ghost to come in and burn all the rest of the spirits out in a minute. But okay. what you need to do, and the people that have gone through a lot of deliverance just now, you need to get in the King James version and let it play over you. But you need to. Uh, raise your hands and start praising the Lord and ask the Holy Ghost to come, burn out the rest of the spirits, mm-hmm. and then you need to go into the book of Acts, uh, starting at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and study it very carefully all the way through chapter 14, so that you know the Word of God and the purposes that the Holy Spirit comes. And the Holy Spirit comes and says that he will lead you into all truth, and he's your teacher. And so uh, there's a purpose for walking in agreement with the Holy Spirit. And so uh, I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I ask you to come in. I ask you to come in. With the power of the Holy Ghost to come in. With the power of the Holy Ghost to come in. And burn all of these spirits out of me. Burn all of these spirits out of me. And totally set me free. And totally set me free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I ask the Holy Ghost to baptize me. I ask the Holy Ghost to baptize me. With the evidence of tongues. With the evidence of tongues. Drive all religious spirits out of me. Drive all religious spirits out of me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. With your fire. With your fire. Now take a deep breath and just cough them all out right now. Fill her up right now, Holy Spirit, we ask. (laughs) Moloch. Burn any foul spirits out. Come Come out. Beelzebub, Bill, come out. Amen. Bile, come out of her right locking now. Locking spirits, come out. Come out. Come out. Come out in Every Jesus locking, name. hindering spirit. We cut the string attached to come out loose in the right name now. of Jesus. It's the blood of the Lamb. We throw the all your marine spirits lamb. into a cage and ask God to change the water to the blood of Jesus. Come out of her right now and loose her mind and let her go. You get smaller and come out, and you will not wrench her. You will not harm her. You've got to open up that throat Be and come, come out. Right now, in Jesus' name. Legions, come out of her come right out. now. Legions, All come out. foul, wicked spirits, come out. Laying on the unclean hands, come out. Come out. Look at her. The blood of the Lamb is come against out right you. Now. We break all curses sent against her, all witchcraft, hexes, and vexes, and spells off of her, and send her back to the original sin and demons. Unfold in Jesus' name. And we cut the ungodly soul ties between her and other men in Jesus' name. 
Blood is against me. And anything that's Every devil that's coming to occult, rob, kill, and hinder. Jesus came that she would have life and have it more abundantly. Everything that's hindering her, come out. Come out. Loose Every Come out. You foul wicked spirits. The blood of Jesus. Go on, come the out. blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You will release her from every unlawful power that has come in. She's a child of king. You have no rights. Where are you? I'm here. I'm listening. I'm starting to get nauseous. Okay. Go into the bathroom and throw them up right now. Angel okay. of God, go in there and smite the foul spirits and drive them up and out in Jesus' name. Okay, I'll be back. But right now. Come out, right now. Loose her stomach and let her go. And we bind any spirit of infection attacking her in Jesus' name. We bind the virus and bacteriological infections, curse it like Jesus cursed the fig tree and command it to dry up and die right now in Jesus' name. Loose the healing power of God in her and say, be healed right now. All your infections in Jesus' name. Any infirmity right now. The blood of Jesus. Break down the walls right now, God. Every hindering spirit, every dedication to Satan, we break your powers. Every blood sacrifice, come up and out right now. Coming down the family line or through religious cults, come out right now in the name of Jesus. Nothing can stand. The name of Jesus. Nothing can stand. In the name of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb. Now, uh, chat room, I'll talk to you while she's in there getting some deliverance. There are spirits that won't come out in front of people, and uh, they will, uh, you can send them into the bathroom, and pride will come out, and a whole link of spirits will come out with it. And that's what's going on right now with her. And so, um, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. How'd you do in there? Pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> really. Was, see? It was. It was leaving. I mean, a lot was leaving. Praise God. See? Praise see? God. And so now, say, Lord, baptize Lord. me and fill me and overflow me with the power of your Holy Spirit. Raise your hands. Let him fill you. You'll feel it instantly. And just let him fill you and just speak to him of the love in your heart right now. Go ahead. Everybody, say, Lord, fill me with your Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Yes, there. Yes, uh-huh. Yes, amen. Praise the King. Praise the King. Praise the King. God is great. Thank you, Father in heaven, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And here is your first. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> thank you, Lord. excited thank you. about her experience with God. I hope you all uh, do. And if you're out there and you're getting the Holy Spirit and you've gotten deliverance, you need to call, you need to write, and let us know what's going on with you. Email us and let and, us know. We'd love to have your testimonies. Amen. And uh, how do you feel right now, darling? 
I feel good. I feel like something big broke off of me and out of me like a big, heavy, heavy iron. And I felt like all these spirits were coming out so fast I couldn't contain them, and I didn't want to. But I was feeling like something was constraining me so bad. And when you asked me to say that prayer, it was starting to break its hold over my, my body. My mind, uh-huh. it, I felt like I was in an iron box. No, yes, I don't um, feel that no more. We close every door in Jesus' name, and we ask God to fill you overflowing continuously, yes. and we ask him to give you a hunger for the Word of God. And uh, write us and let us know how you're doing, and call and we seal okay. the deliverance with the blood of Jesus and any caged demons. We just send them right now to the foot of Jesus to be judged before their time. Ask God you loose ministering spirits to her and loose warrior angels to surround her for protection in Jesus' name. And all the people that got delivered, that same prayer goes out to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for calling That in. was a, a pretty Thank song you. that you played for Daniel. Uh, 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 was that Daniel? It's your work. Yeah, that was really a very pretty song. Yeah. I'll play it at the close of the show, too. He's a very talented artist, and uh, we're going to have him on the show very soon. Um, we've got about 10 minutes remaining, and I see we've gotten all our calls taken care of. Dr. Pat, we had a, um, a special request come in from Serge over in Australia. He wanted to have you pray for his mother. Her name is Tamara. Yes. And uh, he's believing the Lord for her salvation and deliverance. And uh, he's gotten the discernment that she's under attack of mind control spirits. Oh, okay. Is she a Catholic? Uh, I think she was involved in the uh, the Catholic uh, Church. If Serge, is, uh-huh. if you're out there, you can send us more info. Um, uh-huh. But uh, would you lift her up? Her name is Tim. Yeah, you know, it's very it's very important for people to see that the infiltration of the churches, not just the Catholic Church, but all the churches in this hour of time, is just phenomenal. A lot of witches and wizards have come into both uh, Protestant Catholic churches. And um, I ministered to a woman from Indonesia, and her her family invited her over here to meet her grandchildren, and she took a butcher knife after the grandchildren, and they brought her over to the church and uh, so uh, I let her into deliverance, and she was, lived pretty happily. And before she left the country, I told her not to go back to that particular Catholic church she was in because she had gone to the priest and told her that, he told her, he says, you're demon-possessed, but you cannot ever be delivered. And so her daughter, uh, before she left the country, Told that woman to come back to go back into that Catholic church, and the next time she came back over here, she took a butcher knife to her grandchildren again. It's uh, this is very serious business. It's not anything to play around with. And so I warn you that if you're going through deliverance, if you've had deliverance, come on back, stay close to the Lord, tune in on on Saturday and. Uh, Sunday night, and let's get the Lord uh, to grow you up so that you can stay free. Uh, Father, I lift up Serge's mother in the name of Jesus. Tamara, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and we thank you for Tamara, and we 
bind every devil and cage it. We disconnect from her mind, the spirit that rules over her life. And we ask you, God, that you will put warring angels right by her that will read the word of God over her day and night and that the Holy Spirit will give her a call that you will release workers in the field to her in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise and glory here tonight, God, for her total deliverance and conversion. We thank you for all of the people that have listened tonight. We break every yoke off of their necks, all of the religious spirits that they are involved in and entangled with. We command all of them to go into cages. We disconnect them from their minds. We call the Holy Ghost across the world that's listened to this program to convict and draw by the power of your Holy Ghost. We give you glory and praise. And listen, my friends, don't forget that we started out this program telling you that we need help with your prayers as well as your finances. Uh, Omega Man doesn't talk about it much, nor do I. But we now have this radio program up on satellite. We've got it up on two different, uh, uh, what do they call it? Well, right now we've got, uh, just to give everybody an update, we're on Blog Talk Radio uh, Monday through Sunday, and then we're on American Voice Radio uh, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to noon with a repeat broadcast to 10 at evening. And what that's doing, it's playing the programs that we're doing live over here on Blog Talk Radio. And, Dr. Pat, they just gave us three hours on the weekend for School of Deliverance, whereas we had only one hour on Sunday. Now it's three. So Isn't that wonderful? Went, amen. We're going to be able to do the full program there. Uh, we are not currently on shortwave, but we're hoping to get a better frequency. We were on 9.350, which has frankly got us no response whatsoever, not even a letter to say that they'd heard us. So I'm renegotiating with them, trying to get over to a better uh, frequency. So that should be mm-hmm. coming soon. Keep us in prayer. That's on WCR. And also, also the AM is where we want to go because of the oh, fact yes. that once you get on the AM, other AM stations will just pick you up for free. Well, that's, the next that's where thing, we want to go. That's real radio right there. Yeah. And uh, it's all over the world. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. we're starting out just like Alex Jones started out. Yes. And Alex Jones has millions of listeners now. And that's what our goal is, is for millions of people to hear the message of freedom that Jesus saves, heals, delivers, and preaches the Word of God. So, um, you know, Omega Man, somebody said, if each person just sent a couple of bucks in, we could afford everything that we're doing right now. So we're not we're not hustling you for your money. We're offering you an opportunity to come in and be part of the harvest because anything that we get off of these radio shows in terms of salvation of souls, uh, you get a part of that harvest at the judgment seat. So we're asking you to pray. If you don't have any money, we're not asking you to, to, to turn your lights off and give us money and things like that. We're just asking you to pray. You know, one rich person could come up and support.
support this whole thing with no problem. So we're asking you just to pray, and God will furnish our needs. But every now and then, we just have to tell you the truth, that we need help. Omega Man. Amen. And uh, we're at the end of the uh, the program for tonight. Uh, just a few minutes remaining. Dr. Pat, give out your contact information. Uh, we, um, we're we on patholiday.com, um, miracleinternetchurch.com, omegaradio.com, and remnantradio.org. I think he also calls uh, his website Remnant network radio.org you put it up there omega man uh, we're going to I'll tell you yeah. what I'm going to do for Paul I'm going to get I got to get him a permanent show link in there poor old Paul we're trying to send him um some people over there to check the archives out and we're sending them to the wrong place stand by I'm going to give you the official website of Paul Pilgrim yes it please. is remnantresources.org remnantresources.org and I'm going to paste it into the chat room. And, of course, uh, OmegaManRadio.com is our official website. Facebook is Omega Man Radio. My email is Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com. Again, PetHoliday.com, MiracleInternetChurch.com. These are up in the show notes. Um, and, uh, Dr. Pat, you said you were watching where your normal cable program is and they were going to do a yoga show? Uh, they had a different show on my, but they change them every now and then, and they started their okay. new year. So what the devil has done, he's changed my show to another time slot and put this yoga show on there, which we bind in the name of Jesus. And I'll give them a call tomorrow and find out when mine comes on. But see, this Christmas we printed up a lot of flyers with that sh- with that time slot. We spent about well, I'm in agreement with you. We just so right just now buying the foul spirits and whoever's doing that show, and we cut the head and tell that Kundalini foul wicked spirit, and we strip her of all her power, whoever that yoga master is, and we throw all her foul spirits into the cage, filled with the blood of Jesus right now. Amen. We command them to remain That's... there until they manifest and come up and out in Jesus' name. <laughs> yes. Amen. Now, don't forget to... Uh... Send these uh, MP3s to your friends. Send yes. the links through your email. Uh, you can get uh, business cards printed up free from a place called Vista Printing uh, on the Internet uh, and uh, with Mega Man's address on it and showtimes. And become an evangelist. You've got a, more information than a lot of people than a lot of people uh, have. And so you've got enough that you can witness and you can become an evangelist with what I call a little E. Amen. And we'll see you all next week for School of Deliverance, Saturday night, and Intercessory Warfare Prayer on Sunday night at 8 p.m. God bless you all. Take care, Dr. Pat.